Are you vid free yet? Yeah, the the vid is out of the house. All right. The vid has left the building. Nice. Oh shit! I almost lit my house on fire. Don't do that. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I am your host, Resident Daryl, and tonight it's two man crew. I got Joe with me. What's up, brother? What's up? I just got saturated in soaking wetness on uh, Senran Kagura Peach Beach Splash. So, how are you doing tonight, Joe? Doing awesome, man. It's been a long day of just gaming, pretty much. Uh, it's it, it was icy. The roads were icy, so I only had like one job I had to do today, and it got canceled. So, just been home playing games all day. Dang, son. That's dope. Yeah, it's uh, been kind of laid back here. Um, the wife is out of quarantine. The vid is no longer in our house. But because she's still coming off of the fatigue and stuff, like um, she wasn't really feeling like doing much. So she did a little grocery shopping, came home, took a little bit of a rest. And uh, after that, we took the kids to the soccer field or to the fields down by our um by our clubhouse uh, with the soccer goals and stuff. Did some soccer drills, kind of getting geared up for this coming season in two weeks. And, um, you know, I did a little challenge with them. So uh, with that challenge, I allowed them to, whoever won the challenge could go and uh, get a special dessert today. And sure enough, they tied. It was, it was pretty awesome. We've been working on our goalie skills and our punting and things like that. And um, so I set up a little game and basically they had so many shots, you know, to come towards them from each kid. And if they, uh, if they, they blocked shots, they got points and sure enough, they tied. So I, let, I took the kids out for like a dessert. They had a good time. And then I, I pretty much played games most of the day. And then my sister, she's in town. And um, she texted me. She's like, hey, I got a hotel down the road from your house. Bring the kids over. We'll go swimming. So we did a, an impromptu indoor swimming pool trip. And I got back just in time to to record the show. So that's been us. Man. It's been a pretty good day. Oh, that sounds awesome, man. I mean, did some laundry. I did some dishes. Took out the recycling, which need to go out because it was that Saturday. It's recycling Saturday. Got to so go green, baby. Hey, man, you got to get rid of that stuff. It was piling up. Most of that stuff was still from Christmas. Like, there's still Christmas boxes sitting in my uh, in my garage. So I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to, like, get rid of this stuff today. I got out there just in time because, like, he, like, it's so random here. I don't know how it is by you guys. But, like, sometimes they come at, like, 6 in the morning. Sometimes they come at, like, 8. And then other times they don't come to, like, 1. So, like, I never know when the guy's coming to get my recycling. Like, ever. I always do mine the day before just because I never know. I we I couldn't because like if it like snows and stuff or if there's like high winds it like drags all that shit into the street. Oh dang yeah! And then let me get yelled at for it, so we can get fined. So I'm not trying to get fined. Yeah, true that. Yeah, I can. Uh, gotta love a good old HOA. You know, those are my favorites. I love them. I pay a whole bunch of money for people to tell me what I can do in my life. Dude, they suck. It's like major ball, Gina. But hey, you know what? 
That is not why we're here today, Joe. It's uh, to th- This week's episode is going to be a little different. So the past couple of weeks, we've had uh, two very cool guests. You know, we had uh, Sean from uh, RGT85 on YouTube. And then we had, um, I guess he is RGT, I guess not having him from his own channel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we had a, a, a nice nice uh famous youtuber on and then we had uh jay bartlett from the nintendo quest and action figure adventure um both of those guests were awesome dude it was very cool talking to them and uh we're getting ready to have another wave of guests coming up i've been talking to a bunch of game devs and trying to schedule some game devs we've got interviews scheduled up through april and uh but i don't want to just do like a straight interview show you know what i'm saying because i know that's not for everybody and so uh, tonight is just going to be, you know, me and you talking games. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll see where the conversation takes us. Who knows? This could be another five hour episode. But but yeah, I just wanted to, you know, originally Tricky was going to be on the show with us. Unfortunately, Tricky couldn't make it. Uh, he's uh, shoveling snow, or at least telling people where to shovel the snow uh, in in uh, New York. And oh man, I just got knocked over. And then Zach is on vacation. And then God only knows where Kali's at. So. Uh, so yeah, that's us. That's a, that's what we got going on. So, so with that being said, if you guys wouldn't mind checking out the Patreon, you know we do a bunch of different shows. Joe, you and Kali have added a new host for your monthly uh, Nintendo show, The Driftcast. How's that going? Oh, it's going good, man. Um, he really fits in well. Uh, Matt fits in really well. Matt's part of our Facebook group. Uh, Matt G, he fits in really well, and it's nice to have him on the show. It's, and uh, Kali's new show. Uh, which I will not give the name away because I mean it's, it's her show, but it's a great name, and you guys are gonna love it. It, it should be coming soon. Um, she she really wanted to be here tonight. But she's got some personal things she has to deal with, so you know, Got shout it. out to Kali. Hope everything is good with her and her family. Um, yeah, I mean, Jif class was awesome this past Sunday. Um, it was so awesome. I even talked to them about making it biweekly. Um, so we'll let you guys know if that's actually gonna happen. That's gonna take a lot for that to happen. I mean. We're all very busy people, but we love doing, we love recording and love bringing you guys content. But Heck at the yeah. same time, we all have families and shit to do. So uh, that is the thing. That is the thing. So what you got to do, Joe, is you got to get your families in on the business. See, that's what I'm doing. So <laughs> I, I'm like working my kids into being podcasters and streamers. So we're recording on a Saturday evening and uh, my kids and I are, uh, we actually put a schedule on my Twitch page. So we will be doing, um, Sunday night, spooky Sunday. Sunday nights are an official thing. Now, if we can't make it one Sunday, it is what it is. We're not like, you know, you know, we, we can't, we'll, we'll do our best, but, uh, Sunday nights at seven is uh spooky Sundays. Um, unless I need to fill in for trophy whores or something like that, which I mean, I've been doing a good bit of. So, uh, I say I've been doing a good bit of, I've done it a few times, but the, the talk is there for me to fill in more. So especially during the winter season as tricky is super busy. So, uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been a good time. So glad you guys are doing well with Driftcast. Um, so check out the Patreon guys. Uh, you can get in for as, as little as a dollar a month. Uh, we do monthly episodes on, of super loot bros, which is an extended show where we do usually focused more, a little more topical, you know, on this show, we don't do so much a, uh, a a newsy podcast but you know for the super loot bros you might get something a little more news oriented you might get something a little more focused or just like this month you might get 
just several hours of uh, of us talking shop. We talked wrestling. We talked uh, concerts. We talked video games. So we talked trash. I mean, we had a really good time on this past episode of Super Loot Bros. And that was me, you, uh, Zach, and Tricky. So that was a, that was a good episode. That was one of my favorite podcasts I've ever been a part of. So that was a just a, a fun time. It was a great time. I mean, it was a long, long episode. It was, it was you know. A bunch of guys just shooting the shit for, you know, almost five hours. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. And uh, what's been really good is, uh, you know, like Tricky and I, we, we spent a lot of time talking junk. Uh, but here lately, Tricky and I have been just doing shows together, you know, and a lot of our, our, our appearances on each other's shows have been usually focused around talking crap. And um, it's been cool, man. It's been, uh, it's been, it's been a good time to, to get, we've been getting more involved with each other's shows, you know? And of course, Joe, you've been doing the same thing. You've guessed it on Trevi Horrors recently as well. So it's been good. So yeah, definitely check out the Patreon. We've got a lot of good content up there. Uh, we've got, you know, bonus stuff every month. We have, you have the tiers on there that you actually get extra content for. And then we throw extra stuff on there and any of the shows like the Driftcast. Loot Bros, uh, Comic Cast, or 2236, any of our little spinoff sideshows, you always get early access to those through the Patreon. So if you, uh, you know, usually get, you know, two or three days early access. And that's nothing that we actually like set a tier for. That's just something nice that we do because that's how we are. So check out the Patreon, check out the other shows, um, check out the, 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 the streams, the, tw- the Twitch pages. Uh, we got Mr. TMNT84, that's Joe. And then we got Resident Daryl all on Twitch. Uh, I think I'm going to make a push to go for affiliate. Um, you know, I, uh, I gained some followers today. So I think we're right about 40, 41 followers or something like that in just the past few weeks that we've been doing this. So I think I'm going to make a push for it. So if you're listening to the show, do me a huge favor. Go on to Twitch. I'll post links, all that stuff. But follow me on Twitch. Uh, my kids and I have been, I mean, like I said, Twitch streaming. I think Dying Light is going to be my new, my my main game. So you know how like most uh, gamers and Twitch streamers and stuff kind of have like their their main, you know, like, oh, I'm a, I'm a COD streamer. I'm a Fortnite guy. I'm a whatever. So Dying Light, the original Dying Light game was was supported for like five years, dude. And they just did challenges and like, you know, game invasions and multiplayer stuff and seasonal events and all crossovers with other stuff, other games. And it was just a, it was a good time. And they've already committed to doing at least five years with Dying Light 2. So I did a two hour stream today. If you're listening to this, and you want to check it out. Um, it's like the second mission of the actual story and then a little bit of open world stuff um i was actually i was actually playing the game and i was like man i'm having such a good time i should stream this and then i got in a in a discord chat with my brother and and, and went in his crew and they were streaming as well so we did a little dual streaming you know um not playing together but just enjoying the same game uh, through different consoles or whatever. It was a blast, man. I had a really good time. I wrote a little, a highlight of just a dumb thing that happened, but it was really, really funny because I let the stream decide this man's fate. And, uh, they said, yeah, hit him in the face with a bottle and then kill him. So we did that and it was a lot of fun. I had a good laugh, but definitely check out the uh, Twitch pages, check out the Patreon, check out all the shows. If you're listening to this, like, share, subscribe, go on the YouTube loot roast podcast. We also have a YouTube only show where our former co-host CJ and all of the top uh, achievement hunters on the Xbox side in Australia and uh, in a couple other places here and there every now and again, but we, uh, they get together and they do a 
every five weeks or so. They do a YouTube-only show called Advocation to Climb. It is the most successful show that we offer on YouTube. Uh, several hundred listens, every you know, plays every time the thing goes live. Um, most of that is you know due to the different audiences brought in by those different achievement hunters. But if you're an Xbox gamer and you want something a little more focused to your liking, you know, we have the main show, which leans a little on the PlayStation side. We have the uh, Nintendo show, the Driftcast, and then on our YouTube, we offer an Xbox show, Avocation Decline. So there you go. I think we cover a little bit of stuff for everybody. Um, and then I kind of want to pimp real fast. Next week, next week's show, we're going to have uh, the founder um, and I believe the editor-in-chief of uh, Cutthroat Comics. It's a independent comic publishing outfit we're gonna have uh josh nealis on he's gonna be on here talking about uh some of his books some of the upcoming uh events and things he's got going on and uh, he's gonna be talking about his company uh cutthroat comics so we're definitely um looking forward to having him on uh, i'm gonna have a couple of the comic cast crews i uh, you know crew members on here hopefully josh adams will be here justin cooper maybe even mark lucia we will see i invited those guys on if they make it that will be a really fun show for us, for sure. So, I think that's all the business. That was a kind of a mouthful. That was a, that was a lot of stuff. So, uh, Joe, why don't you start us off with what you've been playing? Oh, way too much stuff. I, I would say that the thing I've been playing the most is uh, Pokemon Arceus on the Nintendo Switch. Okay, um, okay. I definitely think it's very different than most Pokemon games I've ever played. And I think that's what the cool thing about it is. is it's not your typical... Like, you know, go get your eight badges, go get, go beat the gym leaders, go, you know, do this, that, the other. It's, it's very, it's very different. They changed up the formula to where, you know, you're actually, um, you're like a Pokemon explorer, basically. No, like or, Dora. Or re- you're a researcher, basically. So you're not, <laughs> yes, you're, you're like Dora, Dora the, Dora the Pokemon explorer. That should be the name of the game now. You know what I forgot, Joe? What? I had so much news, so much news. That oh, I the toast! The toast. Did you I forget the toast? toast? I feel like we should toast to your uh, COVID-free household. Okay, we'll toast to that. We're going to toast to our um, February Patreon producers. Uh, we got uh, Redbeard Rick. My name is Mayo and El Presidente, the T-Bird. So that's right, everybody. If you're interested in being a Patreon producer, we have two tiers that you can be a producer at. Um, you can go check that out. One of them. It's the top tier that you pick. We play, and that's where you can challenge us to play a game. And uh, rumor is T Bird's getting ready to drop one on me. So he sent me a text message and was basically kind of warning me that it's coming. So we'll see. So yeah, we're going to toast to that, and we're going to toast to the producers, and we're going to toast to Dying Light Two. Stay human. Oh my freaking gosh. <laughs> I just poured Diet Coke all over my brand new white shirt. I just missed my mouth 100%. Wow. Uh, I just I started ordering. Um, we'll get back to what you've been playing. Just a second. I'm sorry, Joe. Um, no, you're good. You're good, you're good. I, I started ordering um, T-shirts off of Amazon. Like, I, I really, really, really. That's good. You should wear T-shirts. I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. You know, blouses, right. not so much my thing. T-shirts, 100% my thing. So, um, I got to, I wear black. All day, every day to work, every single day. I wear black shorts and a black shirt and a black hoodie 
every day because our job, we get really dirty. No matter what area of the facility you're in, you get, you get dirty. And so um, what I try to do is I try to wear black every day so you can't see all the crap that rubs up all over my clothes. So that being said, I was like sitting at the house and I'm like, I've, I, my whole closet is just black clothes. I was like, it's like I'm some kind of freaking emo goth kid, you know? So I was like, uh, I, I don't wear white very often because for obvious reasons, like tonight, I just freaking poured Diet Coke all over my shirt. So I decided I was going to start ordering myself some like nice, just solid white t-shirts, but like long tees. Cause like I've got a long torso. It's the only thing I got this long, but I got a long torso. So I got me some, uh, some tall tees and oh my gosh, they're so freaking awesome. Except for the ones that are all covered in Diet Coke stains. So, <laughs> but I just randomly discovered that you can, okay. So you can buy anything you want off Amazon, but like legit, you can buy anything you want off Amazon. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, you know what? I can't ever find good tall tees, just solid white tall tees here. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to freaking order my Amazon. And I'm like, oh, dude. So you know what I'm going to do next? Tall tees, but black tees for work. It's happening. I think that's, I think you just, you just saved a lot of the, the men on this channel from yeah. a crisis that they were experiencing and not being able to find t shirts. You know, they can yeah. just order them off Amazon. Yeah. See, you guys, see, guys, this isn't just about games, it's about life. That's right. Yeah. You want, you want yourself a tall tee and you're going to Belk and you're like, oh, I can't find tall tees. And you're going to, you can't go to Walmart and buy tall tees. I must be honest. Like, Target can't buy, find tall tees. Yeah. I got a Target story, actually, by the way. But, um, yeah, you can't ever find tall tees at the, the stores. You got to go special places. Or, you know what? You just go to Amazon. And we ain't even sponsored. We ain't even affiliated with Amazon. I'm just a freaking Prime member. I just got that junk. I feel like maybe we should be affiliated with Prime because trophy whores ain't pumping them out. No, nah, we probably should. Or, I, we probably could. Probably, probably a, at, this, at this point, probably, yeah. Yeah, there's probably a lot of sponsorships and things we could get. We should probably look into that. Yeah, Man, maybe yeah. maybe if we you know, yeah, maybe we should do that. We get on that business. So, anyways, back to what you've been playing. Lots of different things, man. Like like I said, Pokemon Arceus is pretty sweet. I'm about like eight seven hours in. I just fought my first like boss. I guess it is. So like the way it works in this one, like I said, you're a researcher, so you don't. There's not a lot of like regular like trainer battles. Like you know how an old Pokemon. You ever play Pokemon, Daryl? Have you ever I, played I a have. Pokemon game? I have so Pokemon. All right, so you know how like it generally goes around like battling and then like, leveling up your guys and then going to get gym badges and stuff. Well, in this one, you're like a researcher, right? So you fall out of the sky and you fall out of this rift thing, and like you're like this like almighty Pokemon guy, pretty much, because <laughs> like everyone's like, "Oh man, you have such great Pokemon skills," and you came out of the sky, and they're, they're like all like weary and weird about you. But it's like all these like ninja clans, basically, or Pokemon clans, like. They're like weirded out because like all the po- like some the Pokemon are like being uh, infected or like put in this like frenzy state, and you have to like go and like basically cure them. And then once you cure them, you unlock more areas, and you do more research, you unlock more areas. It's a really fucking cool game. Like I'm I'm impressed at how cool of a Pokemon game this is because there hasn't been a really really good one in like years where it's like really like captivated me. Like this one has like I don't I can't stop playing this game like this is my game to play downstairs when I'm like hanging out with my wife watch TV I'll just like go around just catching stuff because like you can just like sneak up in the tall grass Daryl and like throw a Pokeball and just catch it you don't have to battle it so it like takes some of those mechanics from like you know Pokemon Go 
yeah. kind of mixes them with some of the mechanics of like regular Pokemon games. Like even when you battle like a Pokemon game, like like say like you're you throw a ball and like the Pokemon knocks it away, then you press like X on the controller and you can change it so you throw a Pokemon out instead, and then you can battle it like you normally would. And then when you lower its health down, you press X again, you can switch your balls, but instead of like pressing like A and the menu comes up to throw a ball, you just throw a ball like you would normally throw a ball in the wild. Like you hold down like the L trigger and then you press the right trigger and you throw it. So like you can like it's cool because like when you damage a Pokemon to catch it now, you don't have to get hit again. If you throw the ball fast enough, you can like make it so you don't get hit again. So there's a lot of cool strategies you can do in the game. Plus, like every time you catch a Pokemon, you fill in like research for the Pokedex. So it's not like in the regular ones where like you get the whole Pokedex entry just for catching it once. No, you have to catch things like multiple times, like like six, ten, twelve, twenty-five times. So there's a lot of stuff to do in the game. I know my friend said like he beat everything in like sixty-five or eighty hours, but like to me that's not too bad. Like I'm glad I'm not spending a thousand hours like Hyrule Warriors, but I mean I would in this game. Like this game is just absolutely gorgeous. Like I can't wait to just keep playing and playing and playing and playing. Huh. Sweet. Sweet. I think we should do something different this week since we're only doing like what we've been playing and I think we should switch off. So cool. I think it'd be really cool to do something different and not just one person monopolized conversation the whole time. I dig that. I dig that actually because you know you and I have played a handful of different things, and that is the kind of focus on this particular episode. It's just just talking games, and, when, and it will we'll end the show with our leaderboards and community questions and things like that, which we had some good write-ins, but not That's a cool. ton. I didn't yeah. advertise that we were taking write-ins because I wasn't sure with everybody's schedules who was going to be on. So. That's fair. Um, so my question to you, Daryl, is like. Do you think like your son would be? In, do you think Noah would be interested in this type of game? Because it plays similar to like Monster Hunter, where it's very open world. It's not like it's not just your normal Pokemon game. It's very possible. And the thing about it is, Noah has beaten Sword and Shield, so um, and they didn't like Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. So uh, it sounds like this one might be a little more up their alley because it does. It sounds like it combines a little bit of all the mechanics from the different games. So, um, and it sounds like it does some new stuff too. So, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, like, uh, I'll pitch it to them, see what they want to do. I know this, if my nephew has it and he brings it over and they see it, they'll want to play it. That's, that tends to happen a good bit. So, but, um, as for me, I guess I'm going to start in reverse order on what I've been playing. Um, not so much what, uh, you know, my main event per se. Uh, but I've been playing a little bit more SpongeBob Hero Pants on the Vita. So I've. Um, How old is that one? Oh, dude, that's like a 2013 game. No, 20, yeah, 2013 game. Does it play in the same vein of like Bikini Bottom? I never played Bikini Bottom. That's a 2015 game. Um, but it's, uh, you know, third person, kind of an aerial view, not quite top down, you know? Okay. Um, but it's a, it's a little bit of a light action platformer. You collect a bunch of coins and you do a series of platforming, but each of the SpongeBob characters can turn into superheroes. And, um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a eight to 10 hour platinum, I believe is what it's advertised as. Uh, it's going to take me more than 10 hours just because of the nature of how I've been playing. Um, but I beat the game during my GTTSC, uh, competition and I was going to get the platinum. But it's one of those things where you have to like, you have to go back and find all the collectibles and all of the little trophies or whatever. And certain levels, you have to use certain heroes. 
So I went through the game and found as many of them as I could. And then like, I'm going back through now and it's like, I'll play through a level, but I still need to upgrade all the characters. And that's like thousands of coins. So instead of just like getting the, getting the collectible and then bouncing, I'm just like beating the levels again. And I'm not doing it with any real like intent, you know, like I'm just playing casually. Like I'll play, like I only got one lunch break this week where I could actually you know, play. I didn't have like lunch meetings or something. And so like I played, you know, on my lunch break one day and I, I knocked out a couple of the collectibles. And then like I was you know, hanging out with my wife when she got off quarantine. And so I like crawled in the bed with her and like just hung out with her. She's been watching some new uh, trashy reality TV show she found. And so while she's watching that, I just played a little bit of SpongeBob and, you know, I thought it was funny. Actually, I was talking dirty to her while playing SpongeBob. <laughs> And she was like, how did I get so lucky to like get somebody like you? He'll talk dirty and play SpongeBob. <laughs> and I was like, yep, yeah, you know, I'm a real, I'm a real freaking keeper. You know what I'm saying? She's like, baby, I'm just full of surprises, you know? Yeah, that's right. Don't mind me. I'm over here playing hero pants with a hero in my pants. Oh! <laughs> But um, but uh, we just uh, just getting hanging out, you know, just playing. Like I said, third person action um, platformer, very light on action. Like there's not a ton of enemies, and what I've learned is, for the most part, you can just dodge everybody. Like there's a couple times where like the objective to unlock the next platform is to clear a trophy. is to clear the, the the map, but it's very, very rare. Maybe two, three times in the game that I can remember. So, essentially, you could play this game with never actually fighting anybody, you know, except for the times that you, the handful of times you absolutely have to, and you can just essentially speed run the game. Um, but because you have to go back through, and there's certain, there's certain areas that you can't unlock without certain characters, like, um, you have to play them over. And it's hard to like figure out like which ones you don't really know which levels like you need certain characters for. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just been kind of playing through. It's like, oh, I see a door that I need to smash with Squidward. I'll just play the map over with Squidward. So it, I'm just I'm just kind of casually playing it, but it's a it's an enjoyable game. This is the type of game that I love on the Vita. It's like, oh, you know, this will be a straight through a straightforward platinum. The platinum's fifty two point seven percent on PSN profiles, so it's it's very common, you know, platinum. Um, and it's one I'll chip away at. I'll get it, and I'll oh, man, that was a good game. Glad I own that. I'm glad I have that. So you're up, Joe. All right. So other than that, um, other than what I've been, other than, you know, Pokemon, I've been playing a lot of Arkham Knight. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorites. Man, that game is so underrated. And I know everyone like takes shots at it because of the Batmobile stuff, but I'm actually grown to like the Batmobile. Can't can't believe I'm saying this because it it controls like booty hole, but at first. Once you start upgrading it and you can kill stuff faster, like the controls just don't matter anymore. Right. And you get good at it. Like it's, it's one of those things to where I didn't like it at first and it got to a point where I was a freaking wizard with that Batmobile. And I like, if you put on a good pair of headphones and you let that Batmobile rip and you just start flying down the road, like it sounds 
amazing. It's so cool. Yeah, it, it really is. And I think the cool the coolest thing in that game is just like how the structure of the game is set up and it's not you're not just trying to like find it's not just one through path. There's so many different things you can do. Like instead of like the Riddler the Riddler's just having trophies around. He has these like quests where you have to use the Batmobile and solve these like intricate puzzles, which are absolutely insanely difficult. Yep. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Scratching your head. And sometimes there's Batmobile puzzles where you have to like set up the Batmobile, use it as a tank for a second, pull some kind of like, like thing out with your winch, jump out, you know, like launch yourself out of it and then coast into an area that's getting ready. The doors get ready to close. Like it's, it's so well thought out. Like whoever came up with this stuff is like playing 4D chess. Like just crazy the way you. I couldn't think like that. You know what I'm saying? Like on how to how to do all this stuff. So it is kind of crazy. I'm like, wait. So I have to move this, but then move that, and then move this back. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely interesting. So I'm like, what are you supposed? What am I supposed to do right now? Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not contemplating what I'm supposed to do right now. And it, it was like, I was like, all right. So I got to this one where you like, you have to use the Batmobile to like lower a bridge, and then you have to go across the bridge. And I'm like, the fuck am I doing? <laughs> yeah, there's and, a lot of that. So. And I'm like, this is hard. It ain't easy. One of my coworkers got all the Riddler trophies in that game. And I've been thinking about it because to get the true ending to, to, and there's a trophy for what they call nightfall. Like you got to get all of those trophies. And I'm just like, I've got 170 of them. I think like I, I want to, to finish that, but I, I don't know. So. No, it's, there's so many things to do in that game. Like I beat the two face levels today. I did that today. That that was really cool. Like where you do all like the bank missions where you basically, you got to kill a bunch of people fast enough. And then once you kill them, you go. Yep. So yeah, like you had to, you have to stop the bank robbers from stealing all the money and you have to kill a certain amount. And then once you kill them, then two face like sends a whole bunch more goons at you. And then you have to kill all them. And I was like, man, like they really give you reasons to do the stealth kills and the stealth combat in that game. Oh, yeah. It's not just thrown at you. Like most games in the series where like, I don't have a reason to do this. Like there's no reason for me to want to use any of these skills because I can just forego being like tactical. I don't have to be, if I don't want to, I can just play the game straightforward. Just like, blah, 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 blah. Just go up to everybody and kill everybody. And this one, like you have to be tactical because there's certain missions where like, if you're not tactical, like you just die. Yep. So very well constructed game so far. I'm I'm enjoying it. I um, really enjoyed that game, dude. Like that, like especially after all the Batmobile hate, and I was like, man, I <laughs> I enjoyed the Batmobile so much. I was like, man, you know, I, I tend to be that way. I tend to every now and again you'll find I'll find something that's universally panned and I'm just like I kind of like this I don't know <laughs> like Dude, just the twists in the story too are really well done so have you discovered who the Arkham Knight is yet no now yeah. you know what you know what's really cool they even put like stuff for Azrael in the game and I was like yes. man this is sweet and then you get to play as him and I was like oh yeah, now I just want a game where you just play as Azrael. <laughs> Dude, he's he's awesome in that game too. All right, so check it out. There's a have you seen Man Bat yet? 
No. Okay. <laughs> so that's there's awesome. So there's so there's certain parts of the game where like if you're like let's say coasting through gliding through because you spend a lot of time gliding around in there, mm-hmm. like you'll hear him, you know, and you'll even see him sometimes, right? Well, there was a section where I rappelled up to a building, and when I rappelled up to the building, as I was climbing up to the top, he grabbed me and. I was like, dude, and there was another scene and it gave made me jump like legit, like where I was doing the same thing, repelling to the top of a building. And when I got up there, the Joker was there and he like, as soon as I'm pulling myself up, he's like, what's that bats? And I'm like, oh God, I wasn't ready. <laughs> so it's freaking awesome. I love that game so much. I mean, it's, it's way better than people give it credit for. Like, honestly, people shit on that game so bad. I'm like, I don't understand the hate anymore because I feel like I put enough time in it to like really appreciate the game. That's so. another one I got to go back to because I haven't done all the DLC yet and I definitely plan on it. Uh, I want to buy all the DLC. Like, I heard you can like drive around in all the different Batmobiles and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I drove around in the 2016 BVS Batmobile. I heard you could drive around in the, in the one from, uh, the 89 movie yep you got that one um some of them actually transform too so like you it's like some of them don't but you can use them for races uh as a matter of fact the last time i played that game i tried to stream it um and it was yeah i was having some issues with my internet shocker um <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it's been good since they buried the line this last time we haven't had any any issues that's good but, um but yeah dude freaking I was trying to stream that game because I was using the 89 Batmobile on a race on some of the challenge modes or whatever. It's a good game. Mm -hmm. There's so much content. Like it is insane how much content is in there. Like it's ridiculous. So it's a good game. So anything else you want to say about it or I'm just enjoying it. Like overall, like I think I can, I think I can like the thing is like I got so far into the main story and I was like, you know what? I don't want to just run through this. I want to enjoy this. So I'm just going to start pulling off some side stories and stuff. Cause I got like, I got like 50% through the story. I got through the, like the blimp stuff with like scarecrow and like the toxins and got poison Ivy. And I got to that. That's how far I got. So I'm like, all right, I'm halfway through the story. I want to just like branch off and level up Batman a little bit. And then maybe go back and play a little bit more. But like, I almost had my bat suit like maxed out. So I think at this point I just might go back and finish out the campaign. I don't know. I'm trying not to take too long with it because I want to beat 100 games. So the only way to do that is to not try to 100% everything. It's just, it's not yeah. it's just not an option this year. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm off to a good start on my. I, I did I like unofficially like joined with you guys. <laughs> like in my head, I was like, I mean, I did 75 or 79 games the first year we did the backlog beatdown. Yeah, I was I was up there too. I was yeah, I was yeah. in the 70s. Yeah. So. When you guys challenge each other to beat a hundred games, I was like, "Oh, dude, I want to do that too." And so we'll see. I, what are you, I what are you at? What are you at right now on official uh, year? Eight or nine? I'm at eight. Yeah, I, 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 I beat eight. I didn't yeah. post the last one. The last one, uh, the last one, Corey, I beat Operation Tango. Okay, how is Which that? Sh- it's amazing. You should play it with your son. Like you'd have a blast. You should. You should really because it's, it's two player and you have to play it with two people on two consoles. And it's absolutely phenomenal. Hmm. Interesting. And it, and it, it uses your brain. You have to think. It's a. It's a. It's a cool game. Very cool game. Yeah, I made myself a a Google Doc 
So I've beaten 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 games. Oh, okay. Wow. I beat a couple of VR games. I, I forgot I didn't count those because they don't they didn't count as like backlog beatdown games. No, but, but they yeah. count for the hundred though. Go yeah, ahead, man. So I'm thirteen deep. Damn, you're killing us right now. Yeah. Well, two of them were yeah. A little uh they were I mean, some of the VR games are, you know, it's about an hour long because they're more so gimmick based versus uh um, you know, like Hey man, you gotta do you. No, they're fun, dude. I mean, like, I, I've been really trying to get build my sea legs on VR. So I bought a bunch more VR games. I haven't played any VR games this week, but I played some Lego uh, Super oh. Villains. So that game is better than it has any right to be. It is 100%. Gorgeous. I said that last week on the show. Yeah. Like, it's so damn good. It's gorgeous to look at. Like, it looks absolutely amazing. All the um, all the UI is great in that game. Like the interfa- yep. interfaces, the loading menus, the pause, everything. There's nothing bad in that game. I want to play more and more of it. I just don't like that's a game I feel like I would get sucked into though. Yeah. And literally just wouldn't would want hundred percent it. Because like it's just it's just fun to play. Yeah. It harkens, it harkens back to that. You know what, Daryl? It harkens back to that first Lego Batman game. Do you remember the very, very, very first oh, yeah. one? I remember. I remember, yeah. That I hundred percented that game. On oh, Xbox, that game was amazing. Yeah, yeah, we played the full of that one. That was one of the first games that me and my son played together. Oh, there it is. So that's a good one. Yep. Yeah, so, um, but I've been playing Lego, you know, DC with my with uh, Paxton. Um, that's kind of our game together. <clears throat> Actually, it's funny. I was telling you earlier. I I reset up my room, my bedroom. So um, I don't know. I had a I had a rough rough Friday, right? Like yesterday, Friday was a rough day, and it was just a bad day at work. Um, it was just everything I touched at home was broken. <laughs> like it was just one of those days where I was like, can you, are you freaking kidding me? Um, I got an email that my collector's edition for dying light Two was lost. Yeah, I saw that, but I also saw that you caved today. Oh, I didn't <laughs> care. I went on a hunt today. Like it was, Oh, you had to go on a hunt for that. Oh yeah. I had to go to multiple stores, So I'll get, I'll get there. But yeah, so my dying light Two was, 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 I got an email. From FedEx, then I got an email from GameStop, two emails from GameStop. It was basically like, due to inclement weather, your package may be delayed. And then it was like, I tracked it, you know, and through the tracking number and tracked it through the app. And it's like somewhere in Kentucky. But it was like, due to be delivered to you on the 4th. And it has never, it hasn't left Kentucky yet. So I'm like, yeah, you lost it. That, that's what that is. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But, uh, so Friday, like I said, was just was a, a rough day, and it was like so that happened. And then, like, I got off work, and I had like two hours before I needed to take the boys to karate. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play my guitar. You know, we're supposed to be in the studio on the 13th of this month, and um, I was like, I'm just gonna go riff a little bit. Maybe I'll have some, you know, maybe I'll come up with something that I can bring to our little our little recording session. Mm-hmm. We got two songs that were what we've written that were cleaning up, you know. So I was like, you know, I'll I'll, I'll riff a little bit. Maybe I'll have something because we're kicking around this idea of something that's like really focused on like a weightlifting song, like something where the BPM's pretty high and it's like, you know, pretty intense. Not not something that, that breaks down as lots of slow chunky things. Like I, I don't know. In my head, I'm thinking just from us talking, like August burns red as they lay dying, something like that. And so, uh, 
we'll see where how it actually comes out. But anyway, so I'm, I'm, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go down to my basement. I'm going to riff for a couple hours until it's time to go. So I get down there, right? And I plug up my amp. I plug up my guitar. I'm like, here we go. And my amp's like shorting out on me. I'm like, uh, I was like, man, I can't tell if that's a bad chord. So I go get another chord. Boom. Still doing the same thing. I'm like, maybe it's my pedal board. You know, maybe my pedal board's like wigging out. So I, I unhooked that. No, no, that's not it either. So then I was like, maybe it's the chords to, to, from the actual amp head to the speakers. No, that's not it either. I do all the troubleshooting that there is to do. And essentially my amp is on the fritz. And I, it was working when we got together and jammed a few, you know, a couple weeks ago, months ago now. And I was like, well, there's that, you know, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. <laughs> My amp's broken. <laughs> I was like, that's that's not a cheap fix. And then my other amp, my actual like, I guess you would consider my my gigging amp, my tube amp. Um, it's at you know my drummer's house. So I was like, well, that's 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 all the jamming I'm going to get to do. So and it was just like nonstop crap like that. It was just little things were broken, things were like things were just messed up, things weren't working right. Our TV, we have a 65 inch uh, TV in our living room. <laughs> like all of a sudden one half of it just d- lost color and it had like a line going down the center of it. Oh, and that, I was like, dude, always the worst when your TV goes and you're not expecting to have to go get another TV. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, this freaking sucks. Well, well, fortunately it like, it fixed itself, you know, the next day it's working fine. So that means it's going to die. You know, like I'm now I just got a plan on it. So I say all that to say, it's just like one of those aggravating days where like everything is just kind of falling apart. Like nothing's working out the way you want it to. So like I go in my bedroom and I'm like, you know what? I'm sick of the way it looks in here. It's time to, re- time to rearrange it, you know? So I freaking, um, we've got like a sitting area in our, in our bedroom. So I, uh, I moved the recliners that we have in there. I moved the rug. I moved this giant like armoire we have uh, over into to the sitting area and like I'd spin all the furniture around that area. So almost like you're facing it. So you can sit there and, and like look at the armoire and I go take my, uh, the, the TV I have mounted up in my basement where I record and stuff. <clears throat> I took it off and I put the legs back on it and I like put it in the armoire and I put a, the, the PS4 in there and I got an Xbox 360 in there and all nice. this stuff. I like cleaned it all out, man. Like made it look all awesome and stuff. And I was like, you know what? no more sitting up in the bed and trying to watch TV or watch a movie and then like not being comfortable. Like we're going to sit here in these recliners that we never use and freaking it's going to be awesome. So I did that. And I say, I, did, I say all that to say that's where Paxton and I are going to continue our, um, our, uh, Lego DC supervillains, you know, I basically set the stage. I set it up to where all oh, you guys are playing it together, huh? Yeah, we've been because we've been playing it together over oh, on my yeah. PS5 at my in my office. But like, you know, we're playing in a couple game chairs, and it, there's the, the space isn't really set up for that. It's the same place we stream, and for streaming, it's like not super comfortable. But like, the camera is only so wide, you know. So like, you kind of have to be on top of each other. But for a game like like Lego, we're going to spend 30 hours, you know, potentially breaking blocks and just having a good time. I was like, you know what? Let's let's set up the uh, my bedroom. It's kind of my excuse. Anyway, that's where we're going to play just so we can use it. But it was good. We had, I've been enjoying the game and I did, a, you know, I rearranged the house, you know, to kind of take my mind off of my frustrations and definitely uh, 
It's gonna be a cool place to just chillax and play some Lego. So, but yeah. So, what else? What else you got? Well, currently I'm replaying Resident Evil Village. Yeah, I, I think I hear the witches in the background squealing or screaming. Damn, game's amazing. Yeah, it yeah. Is. Nice I just, yeah, I just killed the second daughter. Oh, dude! I, I wish they were in the games longer. I wish you had to kill more of them, like because they're. I, I mean, I really like the bait and switch with that game. I thought it was really cool because they made yeah. it seem like the sisters and Lady Demetrius were going to be like the main villains. Yeah, they wound up not being. And I, I thought that was a really, really cool like bait and switch. Like it, and it's not like it reminded me like the bait and switch and like Scream when I, everybody thought Drew Barrymore was going to be the lead. Yeah, and then they wound up killing her in the opening. Spoiler. Yeah. For a, <laughs> for a Twenty-five-year-old movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, Joe! Why you spoiled a movie? Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh well, sucks to be you. you should go see the new one though. New one was good. That's what I hear. I keep reading that it's good. They just greenlit this, the, another one on Friday. Sweet. They're making Daddy. another one. So yeah. Um, what else I play? Trophy. So yeah, Resident Evil Village is really good. But I like when you don't when you haven't played it in like half a year, you don't remember where anything is. That's which, correct. Which sucks because if I just played this back to back, I would probably yep. be done with it already. That's what I did, dude. Because like playing the Resident Evil games, you have to get your sea legs. Like you have to memorize the maps, and all the trophies are built on multiple playthroughs and knowing locations. So when I played eight, I played Resident Evil eight. Eight times. Boom, boom, boom. Back to back to back to back to back. And I had a freaking blast. All you have left is that last playthrough, right? All, I've, I've done all the playthroughs. I've done everything, but the last two trophies I need are the mercenaries trophies. Getting the getting all A's in there, and then one of them's like 30 kills in a certain amount of time on mercenaries. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I just didn't like the mercenaries. Like, I love no, that sucks. The, the Resident Evil Four, Resident Evil Five, Resident Evil Six mercenaries. I ain't gonna lie, it sucks. Yeah, it's it's not the best. No, so. it's, it's a booty hole. So. It's okay though. I mean, yeah. it it could have been a lot better. Like, I feel like they dropped the ball with their mercenaries mode, but they they changed it. It's like they tried to reinvent the wheel. You know, it's like if you would have just. Yeah, you know, and it, it was and it was the way they did the guns. It wasn't even so much the. Um, it's the weird loadout that they, I don't know, man. It's, it's weird because like, if, like in, in Resident Evil five, the mercenaries, you pick a character, that character has a loadout and you learn to use that loadout, you know, with this, you have a certain amount of money. You can kind of buy whatever you want, but the trophies are built in such a way to where it's like, seems really difficult to get the score you need. And I've, I've gotten an S rank in most of the levels, you know, and there's, but it's like, I don't know, man. I, it feels different. Like it feels stilted. It doesn't feel as fluid and as fun as like mercenaries and Resident Evil Five. And the thing about like uh, that mercenary mode was like I would, you could essentially build up your time to be whatever you wanted based on melee kills and finding like all of the, um the little hourglasses like this. It's just different. It, it's, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not the same. And I wish it was. And like, I played those three games, those mercenary modes for so many hours 
And this one, I don't really want to play it. So, but I, I will. It's going to be, it's going to be one of my milestone platinums. I'm debating on whether Dying Light Two or Resident Evil Eight is going to be my 400th platinum. Damn. So, I mean, I'm coming up on 400, so it's like, you know, may as I mean, I may as well since I'm sitting on those two trophies anyways, I may as well save it and and, and just make that a milestone because most of my milestones have been trash. You know, most of my like my 200 platinum was a friggin' 30 second visual novel that JT pledged for me to play on stream. So like I need to clean my, clean my, yeah, he, he screwed, he screwed you on that one. Oh, that was what was so funny about it. That's, that's what he wanted to do. <laughs> so, but yeah, going back to Resident Evil 8, dude, that bait and switch was awesome. And, and I love the fact that and it, what was so good is like, I, the sister, like the, the sisters, which are Dimitres daughters and, her and Dimitrescu herself, like because they weren't there long, it makes you wish they were there more. You know, like they didn't overstay their welcome. And whereas, like Mister X in Resident Evil Two Remake, you're like, oh my gosh, will you just go to freak away? No, like, I feel like I can enjoy the backgrounds and like everything in this game because they're not constantly like right pursuing me the whole fucking game. I I hated Resident Evil Two for that. Yeah, hated same. it. That was the biggest gripe I had. Well, that and the, the bullet sponge enemies, they're worse than normal. So, Oh, I agree. I agree. I think they did a really bad job with, you know, how they, how they did the enemies in that game. They could have, they could have fixed a lot of things in that game. And yeah, that's why we have patches and updates. Right. And I feel like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they never fix that kind of stuff though. You know? Well, I think the fans really enjoyed it. I think that the overall consensus was that that was what people wanted. And, and I've, I, you know, going back and playing the, the Resident Evil remake, I mean, they were bullet sponges then. Like, essentially, your pistol is, is, is fodder. You don't even need it. You know, it's like the worst gun in the game. And like, but not in this one. I feel like in eight, not really, though. Like in no, eight, in eight, your pistol eight. Is awesome. that 1911 is where it's at. Dude, I literally just maxed, maxed that out, and that's all I used the that's entire all you game. Need. And, then, and <laughs> all I needed until I got to the rifle, and then the yeah. rifle was all I ever used besides that. There you go. And those two weapons for the entire game. What's funny is I never used the rifle. Like I thought the rifle was like probably one of my least used uh, guns in the game. So pretty wild. So oh, a shotgun. I use shotgun a lot too. I use the shotgun a fair amount. But I definitely use the uh, the rifle the least, which is what's frustrating because all the strategies on the mercenary mode say use the rifle. That that's that's the way to get the score is lining up and killing multiple enemies at the same time. How many times have you tried to beat that? Um, without having it loaded up, I've only played mercenaries like two sittings, right? So it's not that I can't do it; it's that I haven't done it. Um, and I did get S ranks on a few different maps, you know, but the way I understand it is like you get the first like four maps or whatever, and then you get harder versions of them again. So, um, just from reading on it. So I don't know. It'd be, it might be one of those things that I could knock out in a day, but I just didn't enjoy it. Therefore I didn't want to go back and do it until I have to. So, and, um, but once I platinum that game, like I said, I'm going to use it as a milestone. And then once I platinum it, I'll probably go back, which I might actually go back and play Resident Evil 8 on PS4. And once I'm like kind of back and familiar with the game, then do Mercenary Mode. So, oh. 
We'll see. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not like. I enjoy the game so much. I'm not worried about it. When I get back into it, I'll. I'll, I'll be hooked. So, and like I said, my my son and I have been going through the resident. You know, we started like kind of our franchise on there, mm-hmm. and we we beat the game with Jill last week. And I think that our next playthrough is going to be on stream with Chris. So who nice, knows? nice. But he he said he he wanted to go for the platinum in that game. So what we might do is we might stream our next playthrough, you know, or maybe the next series of playthroughs, and then get to where we're familiar with one, and then kind of burn through, burn through, burn through. Because you know we got to do a knife run, you got to do a no save run, you got to do a uh, you know ink uh, a health item run. So and I really want to unlock all the the super the special weapons and the infinite rocket launcher and stuff. Then you got to do the invisible enemy run. So it's it's frustratingly. I didn't different. know there was an invisible enemy run or enemy run in that one on H on the HD remake. Yeah, yeah, there. Oh, is. HD remake. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I just watched. Um, <clears throat> I just watched completionist uh, play that. Dude, there's someone in one of the uh, uh, the RE vet group I'm a part of. He just showed he's got almost every platinum in every Resident Evil game. I'm just uh, like, I want that, but that is just, ah, man, <laughs> you can't play anything else. Like, you really got to focus on those games and and that be kind of like your shtick for a while. And as much as I love that franchise, like, I love just playing games. So I feel like you'd have to hate yourself to just dedicate yourself to just Resident Evil for like, you know, if the, if if my if if I was a streamer, like if that was my, if I was like streaming on a regular basis and I was sitting, like even right now, if I, I've thought about like, if I was a streamer, what would I do? I would just do the Resident Evil franchise until I was completely done with everything I could do in it. You know, like, oh, but I don't, I, I stream for fun as a, as a casual thing, as a way to in, interact with the audience as, you know, like, I don't know, I stream with my kids. I, I don't want to make it like a, but if I did, that's what I would do. I would. I would hate oh, myself. Oh, Lady Demon Titties right behind me! I gotta run. Right, you gotta, you gotta smack her, man. Run, run, run. So, all right, uh-huh. Joe. Um, you said Resident Evil Eight, so I guess I'm back up. Um, the next thing on my list. Oh, this is my favorite boss battle in this whole game. The when you fight her, her little, she turns all mutated or whatever. No, it's when you kill the final sister, and you open the. The sunscreen, the sun, the uh, oh, yeah, 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 and it kills her, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. those are cool, man. Those are and they were unique ideas to take out each one of the sisters, yeah, that's why that's what I really liked about it. So, um, but yeah, so uh, next up on my list would be Dead by Daylight, still playing Dead by Daylight, so really liking that one, huh? It's growing on me, dude. I didn't think it would, and it is. And it's one of those things to where, like, once you understand what the game is, um, and it's it's so weird. There's so many perks, and there's so many little things that you that will make you better or make you better as as a team. And you know, you we we play the game, and it's like you might get like four or five killers that just like are just ridiculously good and no matter what you do they kill you and then you'll get three or four of them that like are just like me they're figuring the game out maybe they know how to play a little bit and you know whatever so we had a match the other night to where i was the last man standing and i'm playing as jill valentine so they did a resident evil crossover 
and I bought the Resident Evil characters and the Silent Hill characters for this game. And I bought uh, uh, Ghostface from Scream, and I bought Ash from Evil Dead. I bought a bunch of really cool characters, whatever. But so I was the last man standing. Everyone's dead on our team, and I am on my like last, essentially grab where he can hook me and kill me. Mm-hmm. So the dude picks me up. And he's walking me over to the hook and there's like this thing that can happen. Like most of the, t- uh, the, the premise of the game, if you're not familiar with dead by daylight, I played it once. Okay. The premise of the game is you are a bunch of survivors, you're a bunch of regular people, and you're trying to repair these sometimes five generators, sometimes three generators. The generators will then unlock doors for or these giant like storm doors or like uh, these giant mechanical doors that'll let you escape from an area. All while a random killer, whether it's Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Pyramid Head, Nemesis, you know, somebody like that um, is trying to kill you. And they're extremely tough. They're extremely overpowered. And uh, it's it's an interesting game, and there's lots of other little things too. Like you can, there's different hazards and different ways you can hurt yourself and alert the killers. And it's a it's an interesting game, and there's things you can do, you know, team up wise, whatever. But essentially, you're borderline defenseless against these killers, and you have to work together with your team to escape. And that's the premise. Uh, so. Interesting enough, but like the first couple times you play the game, to me, you see more of the jank than the charm. And it's very easy to like, oh, I, this is not for me. I don't want to play this. Especially if your first match is against like an an expert killer (laughs) who just basically makes the game not fun for you. But uh, either way, so I was uh, in this particular match. I was the last man standing. I was Jill Valentine. And I'm on uh, Ghostface from Scream. I'm on his shoulders. And I'm trying to wiggle off his shoulders so I can escape. And about that time, it, so the way the game works is if you 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 power up all the generators and you you can open the doors and then mm-hmm. you can escape. Or okay. if you're the last man standing, this mysterious, essentially magical hatch will open up and you can escape through the hatch. Um, but that's only the last man standing can do that. And it's very random where that pops up. So, so Ghostface is, is, is carrying me. I'm wiggling, wiggling, wiggling. I'm almost off his shoulders. And then right about the time he goes to walk by the hatch, I get off his shoulders and boom, drop right in and pot like three trophies for it. It was really awesome. Um, but uh, it was a very, very interesting uh, experience. And that was kind of the point that it hooked me where like the intensity was way up. Like it was fair enough to where I felt like I could win. And my team was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome, blah, blah, blah. So it's definitely a game, Dead by Daylight is definitely a game that at first glance, it's a janky mess. And sometimes the time it takes to get into a match is really long. And therefore, it turned me off the first couple times I played it. But now that I've played you know, a couple dozen matches. I see the kind of the bones and the DNA, how the game works. I understand the perks. I've leveled up a good bit and unlocked some cool things. Like it's, it's fun. It's got its hooks in me. Uh, no pun intended for people who actually know about the game. Um, so I'm enjoying it. So dead by daylight is, has grown on me, but the thing that's frustrating is this. It is each trophy list is a hundred, um, and 85 trophies. 
So what? It, yeah. So the, the PS5 version, 185 trophies. The PS4 version, the first list is 125, and then it has a second list of 60 because each DLC pack comes with some trophies. So, but what's really cool is, Joe, when you buy a killer, you mm-hmm. get a character from that franchise. So, like, when you buy Michael Myers, you get Lori, I believe is her name. Uh, mm-hmm. when, when you buy Freddy, you get a character from that universe. Uh, when you buy Nemesis, you get Jill Valentine and Leon Kennedy. And then from there, inside the the store, you can buy skins for other characters. So, like, I can buy a skin for Leon that makes him Chris. I can buy a skin for Jill that makes her Claire. Um. And, and and same thing goes for like you know all the different killers whatever. So like when you buy Pyramid Head, you get Sherry trophy. Ah, wow, freaky, freaky, freaky. Um. So yeah, so you, you get different characters from those universes, and then you can unlock other characters, you know, inside that for money or whatever. But it's 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 very cool, and you get maps. So like for example, when you get the Nemesis or the Resident Evil pack you get a map of the RPD. So you're running around the RPD, you know what I'm saying? Hiding from nemesis doing generators and stuff. And it's awesome. So, um, there's different, there's like an area from silent Hill that you get. And what's really cool is that like, sometimes people can play like a, what they call a badge or a charm and it can take you to those levels. You know, it's almost like, uh, I can use an item to change the level. You know, and and get us to the RPD or whatever. So it's it's very neat. That sounds interesting. That's different. It it is, man. It's it's one of those things to where I'm I'm learning more about it as I play it. And the charm is where. And here's the thing, too, Joe. You know, guys like me and you, we don't like to sit there and wait for a game to load and wait for. Uh, you know, like I don't like being sit, sitting in a lobby for 30 seconds to five minutes, you know, like it, the later it gets at night, the harder it is to get matches. That's what we've learned. And the more people you have in your party, the harder it is to fill the party. Right. Mm-hmm. Another thing is most of the trophies, the vast majority of the trophies are done through quick match. So if you party up with three, four people and then do quick matches that you're the, you spend more time waiting to find a killer than you do to, to fill your party up. Right. Yeah. It makes so sense. It's, it's very, it can be frustrating, but you know, it's not sitting there, you know, in a party with my son waiting on the game to load while he's playing on his iPad and I'm playing on my Vita. Oh wait, our match is here. Let's play. You know, so I've been sitting there playing, you know, uh, SpongeBob <laughs> while I'm waiting on my Dead by Daylight match. So there you so, go. Yeah, we've we we found ways to to kind of get around it, and make the most out of it, and it's been it's been good. So oh, yeah. I definitely recommend it. If you, I think we got it for Plus. We did so, get it for Plus. I downloaded yeah. it. Yeah, and, and yeah. then you get the free, and then you get a free PS5 upgrade. Yeah, yeah, free PS5 upgrade. So I haven't noticed any like you know happy feedback or any boosts or anything like that. You know. Uh, but the game looks and runs so much better on PS5. Like the loading times are cut in half. They're still loading times, but they're definitely cut down. And the game looks way better because we're playing it side by side, PS4 Pro and PS5 when we're sitting in the same room together. And I'll play on the Pro. My son will be on the 5. And he'll, his loading times are, are half of mine. So if I play upstairs, I'll play on the on the on the five. What sucks is I pop trophies in each version. So that was 
185 trophies of this version, 185 trophies of this version. So I brought my completion my completion rate down from 53% to 50%. <laughs> oh man, cuz of how yeah. many trophies cuz of how many trophies are in it? Yeah, cuz how many trophies are in it and they're hard to get, dude. They're not easy. It's like a huge grind. So like in in the PS4 ver- PS4 version, I've got 7 trophies. And the PS5 version, I've got 7 trophies, but some of those trophies are different than each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like but what is cool is your progress carries over so like for example like one of the trophies is get your character to level 10 so i I got i became a level 10 playing on ps5 right but then and i got the trophy but then i was playing on the ps4 or vice versa i don't remember which one i was on but either way you get the idea but then I, when i was level 10 once i gained my next level the trophy popped, you know, on the PS4 version, on the PS4 version. Now it doesn't auto pop all the trophies, but it was like, Oh, you're already level 10. Well, the next time you level up, it'll trigger the trophy. So by the time I was level 11, so, but that's fun. I'm enjoying the game. I really am. It's one of those games where like this game had several chances to turn me off and did. And because my son and his kid, his, his friends are playing it. I, 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 we we're going with it and it's good. So, that's cool though. I, I I've tr- I've tried to get into it a few times. I played it twice, and I was like, you know what? Like, I like it because I like Friday the Thirteenth, and I play. I know it plays similar to Friday the Thirteenth, though, which I love. Friday the Thirteenth. I sunk I hours in that game. You should play it. It's good. Yeah, I will. I mean, I can, oh, I, can get you, I can get you a lot of trophies really quick. Ooh, I like that idea. Yeah, because. And then if we get a squad together, we can get the platinum because then you can just drink everything. Well, that and you, uh, they um, they patched it into where you can earn your trophies and stuff with bots. Wait, what? Yeah, they put they put it to where you can get you can do bots on that game on Friday Thirteenth. When did that happen? That was towards the end when they stopped uh, service, you know, upgrading the game. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna go back and do that because <laughs> I have I have fifty percent in the trophies in that game, legit. And that took hours to do that. But it's one of my my proudest 50% I've ever gotten because it, it took a lot to get that. Like, yeah. It took a lot of grinding. Like, a lot. Well, that's what's that up, game, dude. That game's fun, though. Yep. We should stream it. We should play it together one night and stream it. So, I'd, I'd enjoy that. My, my brother played the crap out of that game. He really loved it. And I, I, that was just one that, like, I've told the story in the show many times, but Josh Kraps was like, get it, let's get it, and let's play it. And so I go out and I buy it, and he never bought it. <laughs> and so mine's still sitting in the wrapper. And then we got it free for plus, and he still didn't play it with me. So, all right. That's right. I think we said we were going to play it, too, one time, and then we just ne- wound up never playing it. And then we're like, oh, well, oh, well, whatever. We'll go on the list of games we're going to play together. We'll get there. <laughs> It's on. I still, still got to play. Like uh, I still want to beat Dead Island too. I never even beat that one yet, dude. I've never beat it either. We started it. Corey and I started it, and then we stopped. That's a Riptide. Yeah, it's Riptide. Yep. I, know, I never. I didn't really even get into the first one. Like I started the first one. We beat the first one like a ton. Like you got to beat it four times. You got to beat it with each character, which is annoying to get the platinum. Like the platinum in that game is really annoying. Because you have to play four times through. It's like Borderlands, but except Borderlands, all you have to do is like, I think in Borderlands, all you have to do is use your special weapon with each character like enough times to get the special weapon thing to trigger, and then you and then you're done. But yeah, it's pain. Yeah, 
Yeah, Dying Light's trophy list was not like that. So Dying Light's trophy list was a grind, but it was a fun grind. And I know Techland made Dead Island and then pivoted over and made Dying Light. So, which is dope. What's the next game that you've been playing, Joe? Uh, I've been playing Need for Speed Payback. There you go. That game is fun and annoying all at the same time. That's awesome. It isn't. It isn't. <laughs> like it's just it. Like the stupid missions where you have to like go and get the police like information. Like you're like kind of gathering. You're like going like spot to spot and get and picking up like a. Uh, like intel, I guess, or yeah. you're trying to like arrest people. That shit's annoying because it's all time. I hate time shit in games. Like it's like my least favorite genre of like Same here. thing they put in the game. It's like, why does this have to be timed again? That's like, why I didn't like Dead Rising because the whole game was timed. See, that I didn't mind because of the way Dead Rising worked, and like you, you could literally just rig the game because all you had to do was hide for the amount of time. Then go back, trigger the events, and then the game is done. See, I didn't know that, but the game just—it didn't click with me. So, but yeah, so uh, Need for Speed—that's the one of the games that you are pledged to play. Yeah, pledged to kill myself, <laughs> dude. So I have talked about this on various comic book shows that I've been a part of. I've been mm-hmm. guest I've guested on a few comic book shows. Mm-hmm. And there's this book that I absolutely adore called Witches. And mm-hmm. one of my favorite comic book writers, Scott Snyder, he wrote the book. And one of my favorite artists illustrated the book, Jacques. And there is a saying in there. His name is just Jacques? No, it's Jacques. I was just saying it cleverly. Um but there is a saying in the book called, they say, pledged is pledged. And essentially what happens is these people are pledging children to the, this group of witches that basically live in like a cauldron under these giant trees. Interesting. It's very wild. Like, like graphically, it is wild. And it's not like any kind of witches you've ever seen before. These are like these disgusting looking demon creatures. And they put these like mites in people's ears to kind of like brain control them kind of thing. Oh. Dude, it is, it's, it's such a wild book. It's awesome. Um, they're supposedly writing the next volume of which is, you know, kind of like a season two in quotes and Netflix or somebody is supposed to be picking up. They, they, they haven't said who's picking it up, but like there's like streaming services and, and production companies looking into turning this into a, like a series. But Witches is one of the best books I've ever read. It's one of my favorites. And dude, every time we talk about being pledged Trophy. to, wow, wow, wow. Every time we talk about being pledged to play games, that it just pops in my head. It's like pledged is pledged. Because every time they were confronted about pledging children to these witches, that's just one of the things that the uh, locals say. And it's just, oh, it's dope, dude. So dope. I'll send you some screenshots of it just because I own it physically and digitally. Like, I like it so much. I've read through it three, four times now. 
like done Jeez. a couple podcasts on it. Yeah. Anytime, anytime I get invited onto a comic book podcast and they're like, Hey, what's your favorite, uh, comic book or graphic novel? I'm like, ah, witches, bro. Let's talk. So it's pretty, it's, oh, it's freaking awesome. So, all right. So I guess I'm up next. The next thing on my list is what I'm playing currently during the show. What I've put a few trophies in. And that is a pledged, oh, pledged is pledged, a pledged game from Patreon. It is uh, Sinra Kagura Peach Beach Splash. It is a third-person, over-the-shoulder um, shooter where you are a, um anime character, and you're in a bathing suit, and you're shooting squirt guns at other anime characters in bathing suits. And it's really dumb. And the dialogue <laughs> is really bad. <laughs> and like it actually controls pretty well. Like you have these little uh little jetpack booster things essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh I don't know. In this game actually like once I found a couple characters that I like their guns. Then the game, play, I started to like the game a little bit more. Like the first couple of times I played it, I was like, oh, this sucks so bad. But like, there's just so many menus and so many things that flash on the screen. It's like, I don't really know what is what. And the dialogue is really bad. So I just skip it. Like, it's just nonstop skipping. Um, but yeah, so I was pledged by old Jared to, to play another trashy anime game. These are his favorites, of course, the Sinra Kagura games. And yeah, so um, I'm playing through it. I don't know that I'm going to go for the platinum on this one. I platinum the last one he pledged uh, pledged me to. And um, I don't know. I'm not I'm not loving this one. But the way that the, the, the mission structure is set up is there's like there's like a, a mission set up essentially. Right. And there's 10 different levels in quotes in it or let's say it's a level but like there's 10 missions inside a level and basically they're different variations of like arena shooters so like mm-hmm. sometimes it's like a team deathmatch thing and then sometimes it's uh like there's little bots or something you gotta squirt and kill and sometimes it's you know like there's a bunch of like whoa enemies that spawn and then oh, shit. You just got to freaking kill all of them. And I don't know. It's just, it's very different variations. Of my face. Cheese. Oh, shit. Got him. Um, You're supposed to say, I'm a scared little weenie after that. I'm a scared little weenie. Yeah. But, um, but essentially, yes, yeah, a third person shooter, different. Yeah, I don't know. It's trash. And then every now and again, you'll get this weird, like there'll be a character like downed and I can't tell who's on my team. Who's not. So, You'll go out there and it'll be like, oh, you can finish them essentially. And where they're stuck in whatever down pose they're in, and you have to spray them with your squirt gun until they give up. It's weird. There's there's some they're they're implying something there, if you know what I mean. What would they be implying, Daryl? Uh, I don't know. The money shot. So Valvinus? Yeah. They, yeah like Val- Valvinus is in the game? WWF. Hello, ladies. So, like right now, this mission I got to do is a five minute mission, and my goal is to extinguish all these fires from these burning barrels. Mm-hmm. Um, all and there's also turrets that are shooting us, and it's just yeah. There's other 
teams running around uh, mm. with like um like floating flotation devices on them. I guess they're suicide bombers. I don't know. So it's real dumb, real dumb game. Not a good pledge. Kind <laughs> of like dumb, dumb game. Yep. <laughs> it's a dumb game. And it's just not good. So every now and again, though, you get a good squirt gun. So as long as I get a good squirt gun, I can tolerate it. So trophies sure? seem to be popping every, you know, couple trophies every uh every every mission or every level. So we'll see what happens. So but all right, you're next, Joe. What you got? Are you sure it's not your favorite game? Definitely sounds not. Like you, it sounds like you like it. Definitely, definitely not a masterpiece. No, I mean, I feel like you didn't play enough minutes of it. I mean, I've been playing for either declare it non-masterpiece or masterpiece. I'm outside. I mean, we've been talking for an hour and twenty six minutes. I've been playing the whole time, so we are outside of masterpiece territory. This game is full blown trash. I I feel bad. I feel like I feel like I thought that would be a masterpiece for you. I really did. No, this is a tried and true troll game. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for looking out for me. I appreciate it. Man, he really trolled you on that one. Yeah, he did. So what you got next, Joe? Um, what else have I really been playing this week? It's not much. Um, we might have to land a plane soon. Oh, I got more. So I can uh, keep going. Um, hold on. Let me let me check real quick. Well, hey, while you're checking, I'll 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 End it with my big, my big main event. All right, here oh, we go. Oh, oh, I played Operation Tango with Corey. There we go. Okay. okay. So, for those of you not familiar with Operation Tango, it's a co-op multiplayer game where one person plays as an agent and another person plays as a hacker. And basically, it, it has like the same kind of dichotomy that you have when you play two-player on like any of the dark, uh, dark pictures games. Okay. Like literally, you have to play together to survive. Oh man. I think she's going to get me this time. Get it. Oh, I'm stuck. Fuck. Move. <laughs> All right. So basically, one person's a hacker, and then the other person controls, like, so one person will be on the screen, they'll be hacking doors open for you, and then the other person's, like, got to go through the doors. And, like, the last level, you have to, like, defuse a bomb. And the game is just really, like, insane, because it's, it's fun. And it's it's... Like all up to how good your partner is at the game, as at the same time as as good as you are. So like you're only as good as your partner, really. If you can't communicate and you can't like play together, you're gonna fail. You're gonna be miserable at the game. Right. You're gonna. So it was fun. Like I think you should definitely play it with your son because I think it'd be a blast for you guys to like try to do it together. How long did it take you to beat it? Um, I would say it's no longer than five hours. It's real quick. It can be. It can definitely be your 14th game of the year, real quick. Ooh, I like that. I like Cause, that because we we beat most of it pretty quickly, but some of it we got stuck, and we had to play the missions a few times. But like I said, like sometimes you got to like decode something off someone's phone, and then the other person has to take that information and unlock a door, or like open a window, or like do something with it. Like it's just it's just a very cool concept. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. So, so, so I, I, and if you, so the platinum is kind of easy too, because all you have to do for the platinum is beat it twice and make sure you get all like the hidden stuff done. Oh, okay. Each character, you have to be each character on there or? Uh, yeah. Each, you have to beat the mission twice once with each character. So okay. not very, it's not very hard, honestly. I dig it. I dig it. 
So, um, I guess for me, the last game I, I realistically can spend any degree of time talking about will be kind of my main event, and that will be Dying Light 2, Stay Human. So, I'm absolutely adoring this game. Um, I, you know, I was worried that, like, you know, the game wasn't going to be as as good as the first one because the first one it just was a masterpiece to me. Like the game really did click. Like it, it just, it's a game that even people that have played it, that I've recommended it to, it doesn't click for them the same way it clicked for me. Like the game is just so much fun. Um, and, and that's the thing that I like about it is that it's, it's not just that it's a horror game. It's not just that it's a zombie game, but it's that it's a fun game to play. Like it's, you know, it just, it just really works for me. So Dying Light 2, I've put about three hours in. Uh, I told you earlier I'd come back to the story where I said I was a man on a mission. Like, so, yeah, so yesterday, Friday, I said, crabby day. Things didn't really work out in my favor. And I was like, you know what? Um, I took the boys to karate. I was like, I got a Target gift card in my pocket. I was like, I'm going to go to Target and pick up Dying Light 2. Guess what Target did not have? Dying Light 2. Boom. They had one copy on Xbox. But everything else was sold out, and all the PS5 copies were sold out, and PS4. Man, copies. you didn't want to. You didn't want to buy an Xbox copy. You weren't about that life. Well, so when I bought Dying Light One, I got it on Xbox first to play it with my brother and my sister in law, and then bought it on PlayStation after that and got the platinum. Um, but the Xbox copy had a like a glitch, like a, in the trophy in the achievement list, and so we're like, I'm pretty positive I'm glitched out of the trophies and uh, the achievements. I mean, because the quarantine zones don't. There's something wrong with those. I know for a fact my brother is glitched out of the hundred percent. Wow, so, um, that's yeah. booty. So um I, I will get it for Xbox eventually. The same thing I did for Resident Evil 8. Like I'll buy it. Um, you know, and I'll play it whenever, you know. But um, you know, as far as like right now goes, like there's no telling when I'm gonna get my collector's edition with the PS4 version. And I wanted the PS5 version anyways, because I wanted to experience the haptic feedback and you know all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not even in the game. It it plays just like the PS4 version. Like like there's a there's graphical enhancements and there's performance modes and things like that. And like so I'm playing it in performance mode and it's awesome like i have had zero issues like i've seen people talk about oh mine's kind of buggy mine's kind of doing this that and the other mine has been smooth as butter i haven't had any issues i had a blast and like i said i streamed two out of the three hours that i've played and um it's just good man it's good first person horror game um there's a little bit more in survival mechanics in this one like um like in this game you're infected when you were technically infected in the last game, but in this game, like your immunity to the infection can, can go away. So you constantly have to find boosters and inhibitors and, and things to keep you from turning into a zombie. And uh, so it makes it a little more difficult. It adds tension to an already tense situation. So it's like, I need to go loot this building. I need to go into this thing to get an object and I need to be careful because there's, there's, you know, Zombies everywhere. You can get overrun so easy. Your weapons break. You know, your consumables run out. Like, you're like, I need to be careful. Oh, now in this game, on top of all that stuff, um, I can be, I'm infected. So if I, you know, essentially right now for the level I'm at, every five minutes, my infection reset. I mean, I could die. So I've got to, like, you know, basically give myself boosters 
Um, sound familiar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta get myself booster shots, or I'll you know be infected again. So it's it's very it's very interesting, man. It's it's very cool. Um, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying the game. Like uh, story wise, it's pretty good so far. It seems like I'm looking for my sister. I keep having these crazy flashbacks of like when we were little and being experimented on. So like I've heard that the story overall is lackluster. So far, I'm really digging it. Like, I don't know if it, there's a big payoff or not, but like from what I've seen, it's really good. Um, the thing about Dying Light, though, and I just kind of want to say this, not to make excuses for the story, because so far I am enjoying it. But like, you don't play Dying Light for the story. The story exists and it moves things forward. But you're playing Dying Light for the gameplay, the fluidity of the gameplay. And like, it is, it is some kind of fun. And they added some new combat you know stuff to it so like you know we'll get there with all the crazy flying around on a grappling hook and drop kicking zombies out buildings and i posted a little highlight for my stream today which i've never done a highlight I've, I've never i don't i don't really do much with my stream stuff and i don't ever post highlights or anything like that but like there was this one section on the stream where we had a really good time and um I ran across just like in some random survivor and in this game, they don't automatically attack you like they did in the last game. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they have like a health bar that pops up that shows that like, depending on what decision I make, they could go against me. You know, they could want to fight. And so uh, this guy, I walk up and he's just like sitting on top of this rooftop and he's like, man, I don't want to marry the first girl I meet, you know? And he was talking about like wanting to have like standards and stuff, you know? And like, Oh, she needs to do this, this, and this and have like a really good supply of water. Cause like water is really scarce, you know, right now in the game. And it was really funny because it was just like, like this random dude, you know, just saying random, really funny crap, you know? And so I asked the stream, I was like, I picked up a random bottle. I was like, Hey, um, I got a bottle. You, you guys decide, do I hit the guy in the face with the bottle or do I leave him alone? And the stream said, hit him in the bottle. And so when I did, then he wanted to fight. And then once we were fighting, the stream said, kill him. So I hit him in the face with this hammer that I have. And he rips this violent backflip because flying off the side of the building. And it was, it just really caught me off guard and made me laugh really hard. And it was good. I had a really good time. So I'm really enjoying the game. The game sounds great. Like I, it really is. I definitely want to play the first one first. And I know like, everyone's like, no, just play the second one. Just play the second one. No, dude, play the first one. Play the first one. I'll play it with you too. That's the thing. I'll do, I'll do the whole game with you. Do they tie, do they tie? into each other or yes so far like it might be very like surface level but like um this takes place 15 years after the last game and um they've already referenced crane the main character from the last game so but they reference the fact that he's dead so one of the guys that you meet up with and it's kind of leading you through the tutorial section spoilers so he's like oh man i really wish crane was here to to see this So it's great, man. It's like so far, it's really, really good. Like I'm, I'm very, very pleased with it. So that's awesome, uh, man. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. Try not to. I mean, I didn't really want to pick it up because I know, like, we're getting like Horizon and just Horizon and like yeah, in, like two weeks. And then Ghostwire Tokyo next month, dude. They just freaking like boom, boom, boom. They're like yeah. GT7 and Ghostwire. Yeah, I'm like, man, that's insane right now. Yeah. 
it's absolutely insane. The next two or three months of gaming. Yeah. Gran Turismo, WWE 2K22. Oh my it's gosh. Like the week that. after Gran Turismo. Yeah. I'm going to have to get like, oh. I'm gonna have to start to get get a second job just to buy all my games. I must have I must have to start hooking. I might start hooking to get games. Like you gotta get that OnlyFans. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, OnlyFans it up with Lou Bros OnlyFans coming soon yeah. so we can pay yeah, for these yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the top tier Patreon. You get that OnlyFans access. <laughs> all, all the feet picks. Those uh the poop socks. Oh my god. You don't gosh. know what those poop socks have been. Dude, how disgusting would it be to actually do that? To make a like take to poop in a sock, take <laughs> OnlyFans pictures of it. Sad thing is some people on here might actually Somebody's like that. doing that. Somebody's doing that already. JT's like, I got I beat you to it. <laughs> <laughs> JT's like, wait a second, I'm doing that right now. So uh, he's like, all the poop poop socks are all every, <laughs> everywhere. So and Fuck you, Lady Demetrius. All right, you got anything else you want to talk about? You've been Trophy. playing with? Wow, wow. By the way, I, I'm leaving the, the the parts where you got jump scared in the show. I'm leaving all that in. Oh, hell yeah. That show was great. That's that organic. That's organic. Yeah, all right, so you got anything else you want to talk about? You want to move on to the next section? I played Liberty City. I played GTA Vice City. Oh yeah, that's Definitive right. Definitive edition for the PS4 because we got it for free from PlayStation Now. Booyah! How is it? It's yeah, it's a mess. Like that <laughs> one, that one doesn't seem like it got enough tender love and care. Like I hit somebody in a car and they ragdolled like fifty feet through the air, and oh, it was the dude. most glorious thing ever. I was like, "There's so much jank in this game," but it's like wanted jank. Like I'm like, "All right, this is fucking cool." Like I can, I can deal with how shitty this game is because it's fun. <laughs> so hey ra- any kind of janky and ragdoll that's good that's, that's real good I thought it was well put together so I- I'm all about that that's like, when like, things are broken and don't work or don't spawn correctly that's when I don't like it so I beat like I beat like the first few introductory missions and I try to get one of the random trophies where it's like all you have to do is change the radio station and play every radio station but it like did unlock and I'm like the fuck so I'm well, like I'm already like I'm already jaded on this game. I'm like, I don't know. Don't you get different radio stations in different parts of town, though? Or different cars, maybe? I don't know. I'll check check it out. Yeah. I might look it up online how to get it, because it wasn't unlocking for me. But it's fun. It's GTA Vice City. It it looks a little bit cleaner, but it's it's really janky. Like, there's rough edges. Like, even, like, just, like, like, popping and load and, like, loading in. Like, it's it's a mess. Like, um, I had one time where, like, my car blew up and then I flew 50 feet in the air before dying. And then another time where like my car was just floating in thin air and then like I hit something and it automatically blew up. Like I wasn't even like, there was like no damage to my car and then it just blew up. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So I was like, what's going on in this game? It's like all over the place. It's fun though. I'm definitely going to keep playing it because we have, we have it for like two months and then we're probably going to get the last one. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, that's, that seems to be what they're doing. I think people, Xbox. I think Xbox got the first game. Yeah. Game Pass got the first game. This one, when we so, lost it, they got it, and when we they lost Vice City, we got Vice City, which is cool. You know, if yeah, you have, cool. If you have both subscriptions, I mean, that's like a that's that's nice to have access to. I mean, it's de- it's definitely worth getting the whole set if you want to buy it when it when they maybe fix this if they do fix it because I mean, if you buy the PS4 version, you get the PS5 version for free, so. There's yeah. PS5 versions of every one of them too, so it's six trophy lists. Jeez, 
That's insane. Yeah. yeah. So I was looking at the game at Target last night, and I was, it was marked down to forty dollars. Is on sale. Yeah, it's forty now. I saw that too. I almost I almost pulled the trigger at forty two, but I'm like, oh, uh, it's gonna go cheaper. That's my thing. Is like, and I got a twenty five dollar gift card. I was like, ah, oh, dude, that's like I could get it for next to nothing. But no, I was like, I was like, listen, this will be a Walmart Walker soon, where it'll be like five bucks for twenty five bucks, like. I'll, yeah. I'll pull the trigger at twenty at Walmart when it goes well, there, or next next Black Friday when it's yeah, Black Friday. Yeah, that's the twenty dollar game all day long. So. Like next next Black Friday at Best Buy would be twenty twenty five bucks. Oh yeah, I'll pick it up then. I'll pick it up for a half off. There you go. Um, I got plenty I, to play until then too, so I'm I'm good. I also played um, Lego the Lego Movie video game. Oh, that one's not my favorite. It's not bad. It's not my favorite either, but it's not bad. It's definitely. It's, they try to experiment a little bit in this one. Like the master builder stuff is cool. Like when you could like randomly yeah. like just take shit and like put it together and like make other stuff. It's, I, I thought that was pretty cool. I like the Lego movie. So like I'm enjoying playing this cause I like the Lego movie a lot and I really didn't like Lego movie two at all, but I have that game cause I got it for best buy and clearance for like $7. I think you got it too. Didn't you? Uh, I feel like I tried to, I think that might've been one that sold out or like they gave me a thing afterwards that said that they were sold out. I always check like every week to see what's on there. Cause like they go on sale randomly and then they always get stock back in randomly too. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I've been looking every week for, for like Matt, like, cause now it's Super Bowl, right? Right. So this, this is like the time of year I buy Madden. Cause like, this is when Madden goes like deep discount. Because this one like sells for like twenty dollars on like PSN or wherever else. Yeah, that's right. Be so this this one I'll get it. But, but no, that's pretty much all I've played this week. I feel like we played a lot of stuff, a lot of different things this week, and we talked a lot about Dude, what yeah. we've been playing. <laughs> that's over an hour and a half of what we've been playing. So Almost two hours. Yeah, that's right. Well, a little bit of that is just kind of the nonsense in the beginning of the show. So I'll I'll leave some of that fun stuff in, but for the most part, you know, that's that. So. All right, cool deal, cool deal. Then I guess we need to bounce on over to the leaderboards. So, um, I, I, every so often, I need to uh, remind myself to go through how to be a part of the leaderboards because I know that not everybody um, has been here since day one. So, if you're listening to this and you pop trophies or you pop achievements, or you just play games in general, and it's like, oh, these things that, that ding up every now and again, they exist. Well, guess what? We have a custom leaderboard. Uh, you can go to truetrophies.com or trueachievements.com and set yourself up a profile, link your gaming you know, system to that, and then it will keep track of your trophies and achievements. And then all you got to do is go to the Loot Bros podcast on either one of them, and you can be added to our custom leaderboard. And uh, each week we read out the top three, top five, just kind of depending on the week, um, and just kind of see where everybody's landing. So. Uh, starting off with true trophies for the Loot Bros custom leaderboard. In first place, you have Affectatious Donk with 320 trophies. Uh, CJ has been playing some Assassin's Creed Valhalla. In second place, you got Redbeard Rick, and he's been knocking out Trigger Witch, which I hear is really good. Um, I'm a fan of the show Sacred Symbols. And so am I. I actually got back in a Sacred... We can... We can- Hold on, we can have a little like side tangent right now because I I jumped off the sacred symbols for a while because I couldn't handle how long the show was, but now since I don't have a lot of podcasts to listen to right now, it's been like a breath of fresh air. 
But I think yeah. they really delve into a lot of things. Oh yeah. And they deep dive on stuff. So I really think like it's a better show than it was when it started. I think they're really like hitting their stride lately. Oh yeah. And I like it better than I like PS I Love You because I feel like PS I Love You is too much news where they like they actually like they'll like rant on Star Wars and they'll start talking about random shit like in the middle yeah. of the episode and I'm like, "Oh, this is like two guys like talking." It kind of reminds of like a me a lot of our podcasts like we're, we'll yeah. just like go off on a tangent like right now we're talking about another podcast yeah like like randomly yeah. the difference is they do have a, a news section you know but which you know and then they'll, they'll pull a three-hour show though and that that's my favorite podcast like i never miss sacred symbols i'm a patron of theirs as well so like i do i get their sacred symbols plus their defining duke their xbox show i mean all that stuff ultimate all that uh, I'm a huge fan of Colin and his work, and I love Colin too. So yeah, yeah. I, I like Dustin, the other guy. Like, one, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Chris. No, I, mean, I don't like Chris. I don't like Chris at all. That's why. Yeah. It's, it's why I stopped listening to it in the first place. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of his. Um, but like Dustin's, a, you know, and it's the three of them together is good chemistry, though. I will say. Um, but I, I enjoy that. I've enjoyed the show a lot, and um, and actually, uh, Colin had the developer for Trigger Witch on Sacred Symbols Plus. And so, uh, you know, that's a, that was a, that was a cool one. So I, I definitely, you know, shout out to Red Rick playing that. I know Sid played it and that was, uh, one of the reasons why he picked it up. I think he might even put Sid up to it on Trigger Wars. In uh, third place, we got old Tricky Mick with 50 trophies. Tricky had a good week and he's playing some Hot Wheels Unleashed. I got to get that one. I gotta get that one too. Like I have it, but like I haven't even opened it. Like I gotta, I gotta open it. That's yeah. Christmas, and I, never I want that it. Batman set up, dude. Everyone keeps sending it's me expensive. pictures. It's like fifteen bucks. Yeah, but it's Batman, Batman DLC. Batman. I know you were gonna say that. I knew you. Were, I knew you were gonna say that. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna buy it. it's Batman. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Joe, you and I bringing up the rear, fourth, and fifth place. I got forty one trophies. You got forty. Nice. So, not too bad. Not too bad. Not at so, all. Yeah, we got some. Uh, yeah, this, our our uh, our our leaderboard for the PlayStation's hit thirty people now, so that's a that's a that's pretty awesome. Good that's yeah, awesome. It's a good leaderboard. You guys all keep plugging away, try and catch us. That's, that's right. Um. Oh, so I'm actually gonna. So news. I'm actually gonna buy my first PS5 game, solely PS5 game. I think. I think I'm gonna do it for Gran Turismo because I want Ooh. that sweet ass 25th anniversary physical edition from Best Buy. It looks sweet. Do it. I was like Steelbook and do it. And it you still comes. Wait, and it still comes PS. If you buy the PS5 one, you still get the PS4 copy. Oh, yeah. because if you buy the 25th anniversary, you still get the PS4 copy. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe yeah. I'll do that then. I don't know. Like, did you see that thing where there's like this article floating around this past week where it was like buy Horizon Zero or Horizon Forbidden West on PS4? So you can I, save the ten dollars, but get the PS5 version for free, uh, dude. I, I don't click on any. I, I just buy whatever. Realistically, I, I'll be honest. Like I don't think about it too much, but like I pretty much just buy the PS5 versions. I'm gonna, then, in, in my mind, and this is probably not the most efficient way of doing things, but in my mind, I'm like, I'll buy the PS4 version on the cheap, like real on sale, you know? I'll buy it, yeah, I'll buy it when it gets discounted at like Walmart or Best Buy. I agree too. But I th- I think Gran Turismo 5 is going to be my first PS5 game because I, 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 I can't see myself going back to play that on PS4. I just can't. 
Right. I, I just don't see it happening because the, graphically it's going to be so different, like load times, everything. I'm not going to want to play it on PS4. I think WWE, I'm going to want to double up and get the trophies on both because I know I'll play it multiple times. Right. But I don't know because did you see how much content? Like, oh my God, did you watch all the videos for that, Daryl? Nope. Nope. I'm out, I'm oh out. my God, dude. So there's like a rise mode, which is like a factions mode where you like you start your own faction, like your own NWO or your own whatever. Yep. Then there's a mode where then there's the Rey Mysterio showcase mode, which apparently has a hundred and something matches in it. Oof, then, that's a lot. then there's two, then there's two separate besides the faction mode. Then there's two separate um, story campaigns, one with a female, one with a male superstar Okay, that you create. Then on top of that, there's still all, I believe they still have all the thing they had in 2K20, which was like the, uh, the, the towers. Okay. They kept those in the game. Then there's still universe mode. Then there's GM mode. That's insane. Dude, they really pulled out all the stops. Like I'm excited for I'm excited for the eighth. Like I I bought the deluxe version. It was like eighty bucks. I I, play, I picked it up. You get the PS4, you get the PS5 copy. I bought it digitally because I can't wait to buy that in the store. Like I wanna I wanna be able to play that midnight, like right out the gate. I had too many friends getting it too. Yeah. And did you see that the the so the creation the the custom creations or like the community creations is cross platform this year. What? So all those sick creators that create stuff for Xbox, we're gonna get that stuff on PS a PS5 this year. That's dope. Yeah, man. It's it makes it so like the pool's not split in half anymore. Like everybody's gonna get everything. Yeah, as long as they don't shut it down in a year, that's what's so frustrating about it. I mean, twenty is still open now, but I mean that's only because they the other one. game. Yeah. But you know what? You know what's a funny thing is though, Daryl. They never. I think nineteen's community creation still up too. I think community creations is the thing that never gets shut down. The thing that always gets shut down is the is the online versus like that gets shut down real quick. Yeah, but, uh, they, but, they uh, shut down the community creations for some of the older ones. I don't know about nineteen, but I know for a fact eighteen and seventeen because essentially me and my kids will go to play the game and we spend most of our time downloading community creations. And then what will happen is we'll get into the game and we'll want to download somebody and it's shut down. And then it's just, it gets frustrating. I just think the coolest thing with those games is like they've evolved over time and like growing with the franchise as like I grow older, the franchise grows older. But I think it's really the, the thing that really sticks out with me at those games is like how the creation studio has like now I can, you could basically create anybody. Yep. And the rumor is that most of the guys that have been released in the last calendar year are in the game. Hmm. I would imagine they have to because they started this so long ago, you know? Correct. They they don't have they have the rights to them until uh I think there's like likeness agreement. It's like yeah. a year after oh, you yeah. get released or something like that. I don't remember what they said, but like yeah, yeah basically anybody can be in the game that were, I'm hoping like Keith Lee's in there, but I don't know. People might get removed last minute because like if Keith Lee premieres on Dynamite now that his contract's up or his like his uh ninety day clause is up. If he premieres on Wednesday, I doubt they'll keep him in the game. Like I think that's how that's gonna work. Like whoever starts showing up, they might get axed, but I don't think like I think certain people are still gonna be in the game. Cause I know my friend was telling me like a bunch of people that got released are still in the game. Hmm. I'm I'm excited for that. I'm excited for, for Gran Turismo. I'm excited for Horizon. There's just so much stuff coming in so little time. Yeah, it's it's insane. So little wallet space, so many games. 
as they say. Yep, that is what they say. Wise man once said. So yeah, I'm excited about it, dude. But like, I'm also very um, apprehensive because the last I I haven't loved the 2K series. I watched the gameplay. I watched the gameplay video though. Like the gameplay was sick. Like uh, you can go on YouTube, girl. And there's like a 15 minute match, or like it's not 15 minutes. I think it's like 11 or 11 minutes, and it's uh, Rey Mysterio versus Damian Damian uh, Priest. And basically, like you can, they they remove the limited finishers now. Okay, it's it's button mashing pinning, which I don't like. That's the only thing I don't like. Button mashing pinning is garbage. So that means anybody can kick out of anything. Because all you have to do is be able to button mash. And that was the way me and my brother always preferred it. Because you could, you could you're go. Just, you're the turbo controller, bro. You never lose online. Well, I, I mean, I didn't think about that. But like, we just would fight our ways out of things. We would have some of the most epic matches between each other. Because we would just be sitting there and just sliding our... It's like, you know, sliding your hand across the back. <laughs> I, can you you the, I can hear you click, 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 click. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were, I was, like, it would be put so much tension into our matches against each other. So yeah, it just looks, it looks so good. Oh man, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see what they can pull off this year. And I, I, and uh, like Greg said, that's so far away. But uh, we got community questions, don't we? Yeah. Well, hang on. We oh, wait, wait, we got leaderboards still, right? Yeah, we got leaderboards. Yeah, because you jumped in with the WWE stuff. It's cool. It's cool. So yeah, so the um, we got the uh, the Xbox leaderboard, the uh, True Achievements leaderboard. First place, Alpha Seagal with eight hundred seventy five achievement points, uh, playing some Mighty Goose. Uh, Redbeard Rick, second place, uh, five hundred and fifteen achievement points, uh, playing the Complex. The hell is Mighty Goose? Uh, I don't know. I've actually never heard of that one. Um, I'm styling on your bro with 275 points uh, playing some goat simulator. Now I want to give a special shout out. I'm styling on your bro reached out to me and he was like, Hey, uh, I would love for you to check out these guys. Um, Joe, did you ever, have you ever heard of the game white boys with attitude? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm styling your bro. Uh, you know, reached out and was like, Hey, you, uh, would love to, if you could reach out to these guys and have them on the show. I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. Cause I CJ, remember when, CJ had him on a show. Yeah. 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 So sure enough, I reached out to them mm-hmm. and we have them booked on the show. Oh my God. No way. Yes, sir. Yep. The white boys with attitude are going to be on the show. Um, let's see. March 19th is plasma beam games. March 12th is the uh, White Boys with Attitude. Nice. So, yep. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be good. So, it's going to be nice having them on. So, it's, it's going to be cool, man. We got like a bunch of stuff. I've got, um, I was mentioning earlier about the, the interviews. We're going to have a lot of interviews in March. And then as, I'm going to record one with uh, uh, Devoid Studios as well. Because they just released a demo for their new game, Parish Truth. And it looks freaking awesome. So, but anyways, uh, back to the leaderboard. So, uh, third place is I'm saying, bro. Um, fourth place, I drop roaches. Old Zach, he's playing some Grand Theft Auto Five. Whoa, sixty-five achievement points. So, yep. I just want to read that one out because he hadn't been uh, he hadn't been on the show in so long. <laughs> I think he uh, forgot about us. So he escaped from the titty bar. I don't know either that. Either that, or he's playing Grand Theft Auto at the City Bar, which is which I, I commend him for because that's 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 a that's a feat right there. Or he's playing, uh, he's at the Titty Bar in Grand Theft Auto. 
playing Grand Theft Auto? Wow, that's like Inception. Yeah, because because that's the thing is you can you can go to the strip club in Grand Theft Auto Five. So, have you played Grand Theft Auto Five? I have. I played it multiple consoles, multiple times. Never finished it. It's on. It's in the ten. It's in the ten games. Okay. So, um, yeah. As a matter of fact, actually, yeah, you got challenged. You got pledged to that to that one, didn't you? No, no, no that that one's not a pledge. No. Grand Theft Auto Five is not a, not a pledge. You got pledged to play Sleeping Dogs, though. Well, technically, didn't you already beat that though? No, I haven't. No, I, uh, I've been I've been asked to play uh, Sleeping Dogs, but but that technically that person wasn't a producer for this month, so it it doesn't the challenge doesn't start until they're officially a producer. So, uh, yeah, call, you should just you should just call, play that because it's awesome. That's what I hear. So I definitely got it on my list. Um. But yeah, dude. So, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Oh, uh, backlog beatdown. That's where I'm at. Backlog beatdown. BLB three. Here we go. Uh, man, it's a it's a it's a tight race right here, buddy. Uh, so let's say you listen to the show. You see your Loot Bros podcast. You're like, oh man, it's a pretty dope show. How can I get more involved with these guys and their shenanigans? Well, what we're doing is a year long event with the community called the backlog beatdown where we beat our games and we post them whether you post it in the discord where you post it in the facebook group uh the backlog beatdown facebook group preferably but you use the hashtag blb3 and you post a screenshot of your game whether it be the end credits or the trophy pop achievement pop whatever it is with the timestamps. and um you know we will if you beat a game you get a you get a point if that game is older than 2022. If it came out in 2021 or before, you get two points because it's an older game for the backlog. Uh, if it's a new game that came out this year, you get one point. And if you 100 percent or platinum, it, you get a point. So in first place, we got CJ with 32 points. Uh, we got uh, myself, Resident Daryl, with 25 points, tied for second place with Diego Ed. J three D G. Um, next we got Gareth with twenty one points. That's a, that's a nice close race right there. Uh, we got Joe with sixteen points. Now, didn't you say you had one you just beat that hasn't been um, listed yet? Yeah. So technically, that'll put you at eighteen because that game is older than this year. Yeah. Uh, we got next. We got JT with fourteen points. Redbeard Rick with twelve points. Um, we got Corey with eight. We got Noah with eight. Zach with eight. Jared with five. MZ Nitro with five. We got Tricky Mick with five. We got uh, Homer with four. Alex with three. Yield with three. Uh, Jim with two. I'm styling on your bro with two. James the Nerd with two. John Michael Squat with two. Kali with two, Levi with two, Spider Packs with two, and um, we got James McCall down for zero, but that is not correct because he has been beating some games. So I got to see what's going on with his. It might be that we're entering his stuff in under. Hmm, let me look. I'm going to be very. This is riveting audio right here where I'm trying to figure out why his. <laughs> I know we're putting stuff in there, but it's not calculating his points. So, and my spreadsheet's frozen. All right, we will get back to that one. I know for a fact James has more than zero because like, he's and been, the spreadsheet's frozen. It is. It won't load. <laughs> but like he's got like he beat um, Pokemon. 
So that he beat that yeah, one just this week. He beat yeah. that today, or yeah, today or yesterday. Yeah, and then he beat Nobody Saves the World on Xbox One. You know, like I'm looking now at his stuff. So he's got points, but for whatever reason, they're not populating. So James, we will get back to your score. I know for a fact you got you got some points on this board. So I have to uh, phone a friend. I have to call Jim. Say, hey Jim, what's going on? Our spreadsheet's broke. So all right. We're going to end the show with a couple community questions. Okay. And Joe, I think you're going to like this first one, but we'll see. Uh, I'm styling on your bro writes in. He said, if GT seven is meant to be a premium driving simulator, why do you lads reckon they invested so much time into the world's worst menu system and also making it a, a metrological and RTS car price purchasing simulator? especially when the audio quality of the vehicles, uh, which is paramount to authentic driving experience Mm -hmm. is still severely lacking when compared to titles such as, but not limited to Forza horizon four, five, Forza motorsport seven, um, Assetto Corsa, Assetto Corsa competition and the project cars trilogy. Hmm. Hmm. What say you Joe? I say I want to see the game in my hand before I judge the sound quality off a trailer. Correct. Like, I'm not judging it off a trailer. I'm just not. Like, you can do that all you want. Are all those games great? All those games are great. All those games have excellent sound quality. And do I feel like Forza has taken a step for has has taken a uh, a step further in the direction of being the king of racing games? 100% I have. Is it the king of racing games right now? It is. Can GT7 reclaim the throne? It 100% can, because it's going back to being GT. GT. It's not a fucking online racing game anymore. This is GT again. You got a map. The map is is to sim- simplify how to do everything in the game. Um, I watched the state of play. I am very, very happy with this game. I was watching it at one in the morning and I started screaming pretty loud when I watched <laughs> it and almost woke my wife up. So that tells you how excited I am for this game. I can't wait. It's literally, literally like 29 days away. Like it's so close. I can taste it. I, I cannot wait for this game. This is the game I bought my PS5 for. I'm not lying when I say this. Yes. You cannot play Gran Turismo any other place in a PlayStation. We haven't had a real Gran, Gran Turismo since PS3. And it was and late I, PS3 too. It and, didn't even and, and, and I never and I never played it because I, I never owned a PS3. So I never got to play the last Gran Turismo. The last one I played was four. Dang. So you're due. I'm very due. Like the last one I played was four because I didn't play five, and I guess like six was te- was six on PS3 as well, or was six dev technically? Um, six was technically, uh, no, six was PS3. It came out, it, yeah, it, it came out it came the out end, at the very end, same year the PS4 came out, actually. That's I, right. And yeah. I remember, I remember hearing that it didn't sell very well, but I think everyone expected it to come to PS4, and especially since The Last of Us did. No, and it didn't. And what they wound up doing was just making GT Sport instead. And yeah. that was supposed to come out launch, and then that got delayed a few years back. And then they were like, okay, we're just going to do that. And I was like, Okay, GT Sport is a fucking travesty. Which we also like, got Drive Club, and that was another reason why, because that was like also very 
in that ballpark of simulation. Look, I guess that more. drive club was great though. That game's dead now, right? You can't even play drive club anymore. Can yeah, you? They, they shut it down. They shut the studio down too. Can you play the actual game still, or can you not play it at all now? Like, mm, I don't know, dude. I played it once. I, when I it can't remember out. if it was all linked to online or if it wasn't. I thought I thought some of the mechanics were, and you can't get the platinum anymore. But I think you can still play the story. That's or possible. The, I mean, you guys can sound off in you know in the chat if we're wrong. But I thought you couldn't get a hundred percent anymore because hold on, I'm shooting birds. Oh, I end. got a trophy. And so did I. Squawk shot trophy unlocked. Oh. Let's go. Hate that trophy. I'm not having it on both. Um, but Ooh. I am like I, I I I can't begin to explain how excited I am for this game. I haven't been excited for a game this much in a long time. And the thing that I'm upset about Gran Turismo is that it comes out a week, a week, seven days prior to WWE 2K22. Like I thought there was going to be more time between them. I thought the WWE wasn't supposed to come out till WrestleMania, but they pushed it up a few weeks. And I'm kind of mad about that because I want to, I want to really sink my teeth into GT seven. And I think I'm going to wind, I took off like the day it comes out and I think I'm going to wind up playing it that entire week and weekend and probably that entire week leading up to WWE. But once WWE comes out, I don't think I'm going to play anything else for a while. Do it. Do it. Like it's like this is gonna. This is these two games are gonna be reason I don't be, beat a hundred games here easily. <laughs> like I can already tell you now, I'm not gonna beat a hundred games for these two games. Like well, I don't play these two. The problem is everything is like all these games are built like to friggin' be the number one game you play forever. Like like right now in a row, you got Dying Light Two, you got Horizon Zero Dawn, you're gonna have Ghostwire Tokyo, you're gonna have um, GT Seven. And you're gonna have freaking uh, WWE now. That's dude, just the games that that we we're get. interested in. Yeah, dude. No, I want Sifu. Sifu comes out in like a week. Oh, Sifu is like next week. Did you see Sifu, Daryl? Or no? Yeah, I, just, I watched the video on it uh, earlier today, dude. You get to you like it's like a basically like a roguelike where like you age when you die. So like every time you go through a run, like if you die, like it's like a beat 'em up. But if like you die, you age, and then if you age too much, you die permanently. Which sounds awesome. So, I, but there's just too many games, and like, but yeah, is the sound quality good in GT? And historically, it's never been about that. I mean, is it supposed to be the greatest racing simulator? It is. Um, I think it does a good job as far as like simulating what it's like to have a career in racing, better than Forza. But we'll see if it does the bullshit that Forza does too. Like, because Forza does that shit where like you can. You can like have it play the entire game for you, and you never even have to touch a controller. I wonder if Gran Turismo is going to go that route too, just to make things more simplified for people. Yeah, because you can literally never play Forza and beat the game. That's how people beat it so fast. Because all they do is put put on autoplay. They, they hire a driver and have the driver race all the races for them, and you can beat the story modes that quick. There you go. That's what I need. That's how. That's, I, that's the kind of Forza I need to play. That's just a tip for you guys. If you want to oh. beat, beat, beat some Forza games quickly, just hire a driver. The driver races the race for you. You don't. You get like I think you get like half the money or like a third of the money, but you can beat the game in like a third of the time. So, so here's what I want to do. I want to put us out to I'm styling on you, bro, and all you other X bots out there. You know, especially all the people who are really good fans of of Forza and Horizon and Motorsport. 
I want to know what you guys think about GT when it comes out and you actually play it because, you know, we've been getting Forza games on a regular, so it's very, um, it's easy to compare Forza to everything else when Forza has been consistent and everything else has not. So I would, I, these games don't, don't, they're not my kind of games. These are not the type of games that I play. So for me, it's going to be like, you know, whatever you guys say is, 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 is word on that one. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think the most fun I played in a racing game in the last like 10 years is either the new cruising game that, that's on the switch right now. Hot wheels. That, that was fun when I played at my friend's house. And I would say, uh, just playing Burnout Paradise again on the PS4. See, I like Burnout Revenge. That was my favorite racing game. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, in, in, like recently, like in recent yeah. years. But I would say, if you guys check out Asphalt, you ever play Asphalt? There, the free to play one. No. Uh-uh. So that's really cool too, because it's just it's like playing cruising, but it's like endless because they keep updating it. It's like a free to play games and service racing game. Huh. That's pretty. And nice. they just, update it like every day it's actually on the switch too and actually runs pretty well on the switch but you can just keep playing it over and over and over again because there's just so much to do so you guys are looking for like a racing fix on the switch because there's not really much to to play on the switch it's either you get your need for speed hot pursuit uh remaster or yeah need for speed most wanted remastered hd or you have a mario kart or you have a burnout paradise that's it there's no like there's no like truly dedicated game just for the Switch. I mean Cruising came out for the Switch, the new Cruising game, but yeah. Like I said, that's all you got. I mean. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just uh I I'm I've been playing racing games recently, but I'm not like a huge racer. So, you know, yeah, Underground 2 and then oh, Burnout Revenge. Those are my favorites. Aren't they remastering Underground apparently? Like that's a rumor. Is that what they're doing now? I play it. I would definitely play it. So I would play it too. I played the shit out of that game. All right. Final question of the night. And this one is, we're going to put our thinking caps on there, Joe. This is one of the most serious questions anyone's ever written into the show and asked us. And I think that, um, you know, this, this right here, this is why people come to loot bros. CJ writes in and says, coming off uh, the back of listening to a few Game of the Year podcasts, it struck me how often, in quotes, the best snatch of the year, in quote, was uh, was discussed. Uh, what is the Loot Bros' opinion on, quote, the best package of the year, end quote? What game is would be the best package of the year for you, Joe? Ah. Uh... I mean, how do we define this? Like, how are we defining this, Daryl? Uh, well, the way I read it is, uh, you know, what would be the most bang for your buck? <laughs> for the year. Um, we'll say, uh, what is, okay, here, here's, a, here's a good one. What's got the most balls, huh? Yeah, what's, what's going to have the most substance? You know, what's going to give you the longest run for your money? For, uh, upcoming, what is your projected package of the year? What game? Oh, you- oh GT7. GT easily the one, yeah, easily. I'm gonna put like I'm gonna put 200 hours in this game easily, and I didn't have to think about it. All right, what would you say was the best package of the year for last year? I don't know. That's it again. I'd have to think about what came out last year. Well, here's the easy way to put it. What did you play the most last year? Doesn't have to be a PlayStation. Just what you? What game did you play the most last year? 
I mean, Hyrule Warriors again. There you I mean, go. Like, I think it's like 75 hours again last there's your, year. Your it, was, it was my number one game the year before that, too. I would say, if you're talking PlayStation in particular, I would say I played a lot of RPGs last year. Like, a lot. I would, play, I would say Final Fantasy VII Remake last year. Was that a year before? I can't remember. That's two years old already, dude. I can't. I can't keep up with it. I, I can't keep everything down anymore. No, it was two years. Er, yeah, because we had uh, Death Stranding, then we had Ghost of Tsushima after it. So, so I'm gonna I'd say, say Avengers. Avengers was pretty up oh, there last yeah. year. That was a that was like a, it, a meaty package. Was a I mean, it's a meaty package that went stale real quick, but like the meat went bad. But like that's not whoa, whoa. that's because they that's because they apparently they didn't wash the meat enough or. They I don't know if that's a good analogy. Handle the meat well, you know. So no, you massage the meat. You can't. You can't just. You know. You can't just be one and done. Like, oh, oh that was that was my shot, and now you just have to wait for me to reload. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, like they undercooked. You know what I'm saying? They, they undercooked the meat. Okay, there you go. All right. They under they undercooked it a lot, like gravely. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to say for me, uh, projected package of the year, um, I would say it's going to be Dying Light 2. They've already committed to service this game for five years, you know, filling up with content. So that means we're not getting another Dying Light until next gen? Probably. All right, all right, I can deal with that. I think that's... Now, I don't want to get another tangent, but let's do it anyway. (laughs) Okay. Do you think this is where the industry is going? Like, we're going to start getting these, like, not... Games is I don't want to call it a games of service, but the games are going to get service like this for like years to come. It's not just going to be like we're not going to get like Dying Light three, four, or five in one generation anymore. We're going to get like one, and they're going to they're going to support it, and then we're going to move on after that. So I would prefer this. This to me, this is my preferred way of doing things. Put your game out, put a good quality game out, and then. You know, while you're developing your next game, you know, do little seasonal events, you know, throw little challenges in there, do things, you know, like, like service your meat, you know what I'm saying? Like keep up with it and keep me gnawing on it so that like when the next game comes, A, I haven't forgot about you and B, like I've enjoyed this long lasting um, source of content. You know, it's like like no. dying light kept me primed and ready for the next dying light, um, and it was it was it was fantastic, you know. And I think that's the way it should be. And that way, you don't have to annualize a game every year. You can be like, okay, here's our big, here's our big game, and then six months from now, you're going to get like a, another piece of content, you know, whatever. And then every month, we're going to do an event. Um, every holiday, we're going to find some way to do something seasonal and interesting. You know, I mean, it's just, I don't know that to me, there's a thousand ways to do things and keep people engaging with your stuff without drowning them in a new game. And you don't have to rush then, you know? So I don't know. We'll see. I think that's going to be the package of the year personally, at least for me anyways, like out of all the games we've talked about that are just like going to have a huge load of content. That's going to be the one. Oh, trophy. Um, but uh, I would say for last year, 
you know, uh, I guess package of the year for me. Um, if you looked at my trophy stats, it was Power Rangers. <laughs> but a lot of that was me leaving the game on with my turbo controller. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I did play a lot of that game. Uh, I, I played a, a crap ton of that game. So now, literal package, like with actual junk, um, I played Saints Row 4. And you can add yep, sex appeal to your character, making the female characters that was boobs the bigger best or the male the characters game. crotch bigger. I also I played that last year. It was back on we down, and so, I had a blast. And I kind of want to beat the PS3 yeah, one this year because so I didn't beat the PS3 one yet. So I might go back and do that so on PlayStation now because it is on there. So. And there you go. So, yep. So there you go, CJ. Um, all the diff, all the many packages, more packages than one man can handle. Some would say. Sounds good. Let's close this up. Shut up. All right. So speaking oh, of packages, I've got to take a leak. So we got to get out of here. <laughs> so Joe, thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight and talking games. I hope that all the listeners, I hope this was a good episode for you. You know, break away from the interviews we've been doing. Uh, doing something a little different. We spent a lot of time with the games we've been playing and telling you guys about them. And hopefully this will inspire some of you to pick up some of these games. Um, if you don't do anything else with your life, buy Dying Light 2 because it is the bomb. Yeah. Also check out our... That's right. You said that. Yeah, but it. <laughs> if Tricky was here, he'd be like, oh, well, what are you? You said bomb.com. That's so 90s. Um, uh that's right. Shout out Tricky. All right. So yeah, definitely check out the Patreon. Check out our other shows. Check out the Loot Bros YouTube and Mr. TMNT84 on Twitch. Resident Daryl on Twitch. Help me Later, get guys. affiliated and let's grow that business. I got to take a leak, so I'm out of here. All right, everybody. We're going to end the show with a song that is pretty special to me. It's one of my favorite songs that I've ever written. It's called Fragments. It was released uh, under one of my little side projects when Ninja Loot was on a hiatus. Uh, the side project was called RPD, Resurrection Pending Death. Um, this song I did with uh, the, the same guy who does the intro song um, for the podcast, uh, for Time is Running Out. His name is Georgia Red. This song is called Fragments. Um, I've played a, mu- a, a ton of these songs we've written with RPD on the show before, but I don't always come on here and let you guys know, hey, yeah, this is what this is and where it came from. So none of this is available on Spotify or Apple Music or anything like that. I will put a SoundCloud link in the in the description if you're interested. Uh, and you know, who knows? Maybe maybe these things will surface up one of these days. But I was just kind of digging through the, the songs that I've written, and I was like, man, this one I, I love. I listened to it. I was like, I'm going to put it on here. So here you go, guys. Fragments by you RPD. You are here because the outside world rejects you. This is your family. I am your father. Stop now when you come this far
cross I'm at a loss to know that we have come so far But half of us don't even have a clue who we are We're supposed to live a life that you take for granted Yet you still wonder why you come up empty-handed I see this planet 